this is Getting Real with Sing and Jay. Welcome, welcome. This is episode 10. Episode 10. My president is black. Wow. I know. Like, it's crazy how we got this far. This is crazy, right? I, I'm happy that we got this far. Yes. So as we said, I am Zing and you can follow me. Well, you have to send requests, but <laughs> you can find me on IG, Zinga, Z-I-N-G, nine A's. Jen, where can they find you? They can find me at Jenny from the block, Jenny with one N, the with an A, and block is regular. You so extra. Yes. <laughs> and, and if you want to find us, you can find us at Getting Real with Zing and Jen. On Twitter, Facebook, Stitcher, Instagram. Google Play now. Yeah, we actually recently got accepted to Google Play, so we're live on Google Play. You can catch yes. us there. Awesome. And then Stitcher. And then iTunes. Yes. And then SoundCloud. Basically everywhere. Okay, so follow us every fucking where. And please, definitely, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes, make sure you rate and write reviews. And subscribe. Subscribe. We need the subscriptions. Yes. But, oh, my God, we are so not here by ourselves tonight. We are joined. What up, what up, what up? By (laughs) community advocate and author, Jim St. Germain. Yes! Yes! He is in the building. So welcome, Jim. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for the amazing work you're doing here, informing the public, getting real with Zen and Jen. I'm here. Thank you. What's going on with you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I grew up in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, and grew up in the streets as a youngster. Hey, shout out to Brooklyn, BK. Yeah, shout Shout out to BK. Made a lot of bad decisions running the streets, hustling, selling drugs carrying weapons and lost a lot of friends to the streets. So eventually I got caught up in the system, ended up doing three years in the juvenile justice system. So I was very oh, lucky wow. that I got arrested. Straight, three years. Three years, yeah. Wow. Well, I was from like what age, year, yeah. yeah. From 15 to 18. Wow. Yeah. I was sentenced to a year, but I wasn't doing well. So in the juvenile justice system, they can keep you up to your 18th birthday. Wow. So the prosecutors demanded more time. I got remanded to another year. And then the third year, I actually voluntarily stayed there myself because I realized that my life was taking a positive turn. Hey. So, you know, eventually ended up enrolling in college and graduating from the MCC and then John Jay with a BA in political science. Hey. Went on to grad school and started working Shout in this building. Yeah. And just been involved in trying to make a difference in the community and making a difference in the lives of young people, using politics and community work to drive me and push me forward so that's the work i do now but most importantly i just wrote a book it's called a stone of hope it's my first memoir and it's dropping on july 4th but everyone can pre-order it right now on amazon barnes and noble everywhere books are sold it's about your story it's about my life what you've been through and where you're at now and did y'all hear all of the stuff that he's been through like if you don't pre-order this book yeah, like, this is, a lot of people have been through shit like that. that yeah. Don't write books. No, this book so. is special. It's a, it's, it's the Bible. I, that's what I sort of like. It's the, it's the Bible we need to help guide us. Not comparing it to the Bible. Of course, no, of course. course. The Bible for the streets, man. That's yeah. exactly right. For awesome. the streets, but also from where we can go from the streets, right? Being mm-hmm. able to code switch and um, being able to see more than what we were given. Yeah. Right? Because we know what it's like in the hood. Like we haven't had much, but. Yeah. With determination, hard work, and being able to stay strong and resilient, we can move forward and go wherever. And just you know, just to kind of put this out, you are single, right? 
uh, not quite. Oh, oh, dang. <laughs> I'm, I'm not single. Oh, um, okay. Well, oops, my bad. Uh, well, ladies, you well, know, this is a great black man. Um, he's extremely handsome. Wait, let us know, <laughs> you know, if you're interested in maybe getting a drink with him, discussing politics, because we'll set that up. Sorry, ladies, he's not on the market. I thought you were. I'm not, I'm not on the market. Okay. Not on the market. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> That's super funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Jim is here. He's going to be, like, our political expert, um, mm-hmm. because... I'm gonna make this confession for the both of us. Me and Jen are just completely, I don't, ignorant. I'm gonna use ignorant to politics. Like, I don't wanna say completely ignorant, but we just don't necessarily follow it. We see the big, you know, the big stories, tune in, but we don't necessarily follow it. Yeah, well, I mean, the meaning, definition of ignorance is when you don't know something, right? Right. Yeah. Um, So I think that's appropriate to say. Not in the sense that you don't wanna know, but just politics also, Let's let's get this out the way. It's it's really archaic, right? It's not a thing where you always get some joy and happiness being involved in politics and learning about it. It can be very depressive um, because there are a lot of things that are happening, especially for black and brown people, right. that are not beneficial to us. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's like something that you should be extremely enthusiastic about. But nonetheless, it's still important to at least be aware, at least mm-hmm. of current events. Yeah, you don't yeah, have no. to be a and political... No. And I would agree. I think yeah. that's where we come in. Right. We, that's why we wanted to bring up this topic. This yeah. is not the usual. Um, right. Our audience definitely knows that. Topic is, my president is black. We're still holding yes. on to Obama, but we're going to talk about issue. all the ratchetness that Donald Trump has yeah, I mean he's Been the doing. king of ratchet. I heard, right? Um, yeah. We might as well give him the title. Yeah. Like, but be- before we even get into this, right? Jim is here. He gave us this amazing story. He's an amazing guy. Um, yes. Not in the market, but if you want to get drinks with him, let us know. <laughs> I, I do have books for sale too. So. And yes, and we are gonna make sure that he tells us how we can make sure we get these books. And yeah. pre, you can pre-order, right? You can pre-order right now. Amazon. Barnes & Noble, everywhere books are sold, you can pre-order All a copy. Right, awesome. And Give when the title come out? A Stone of Hope. The release date is July 4th. Okay, right. 4th of July. Yeah. Stone of Hope. Yep, nice. Exactly. So while you're getting your barbecues and your henny, know what I mean? You go ahead and get a copy of that book also. So. Right? Yeah. I hear that. You know I mean? So we're just going to get right into it. We want to interview you, ask you a few questions. Yeah. Um, feel free to be as real as you want. You For know? sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I know how to be. Can't all be anything right. yes. but real. So let's do it. We know that, like, it's all about your life. Can you tell us a little bit of, like, you know, before this book, before you got into politics, like, where you were at? Yeah, so, as I touched on earlier a little bit, I, I've i had a pretty challenging life mm-hmm. overall. I was born in Haiti, so I grew up in extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a house. There was no running water, no electricity. Mm-hmm. There were times we had no food. Um, I grew up without my mother. My dad mm-hmm. was addicted to drugs and alcohol, and he was very abusive. Mm-hmm. But I was always a su- survivor ever since I was a kid. Like, I was the type where I would break the rules and do all sorts of things. I can curse? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, can, I would break the rules and do all sorts of stuff just to survive. Um, what were you doing? Like, I would hustle, like, around the way in Haiti as a child. So, for example, if I knew there was a family down the block who had means and they would always cook every day then 
if they needed help, like cleaning the cars or transporting some shit or picking up <laughs> something, I was the type to just say, fuck it, let's, let's just do it. I'll do it for you and you pay me back with a plate of food or mm-hmm. there were times where I was kicked out the house, they let me sleep by. But the difference also growing up there was like everyone was family, right? Unlike mm-hmm. here, like if you grew up in an area, everyone in that area knew you and would look out for you and would... Um, discipline you so it was like a big neighborhood community Mm -hmm. Um, it's like you know they say that it takes a whole village to raise a child it was like that even though we didn't have much but we had each other and that mattered Um, so when I came here uh, life kind of take a drastic turn because I assumed that life in America would be like what I saw in Home Alone when I was a kid in Haiti, I'm like, you know, home, alone. right? Like, what it was. I felt like he, exactly. I felt like, yo, my family's gonna have a house and a picket fence and yard and cars and the fridge will always have food, like, uh, just like what white America has. I thought that's what it was for everyone in America. But when I got here, you know, I pulled up on the block and shit was different. <laughs> like, dudes were just sitting on the stairs, smoking blunts, henny, you know, like playing dice and I'm like oh I didn't see that on TV like <laughs> you know what I mean I saw Kevin running from um, strangers not you know <laughs> so I had to assimilate to that lifestyle quickly because I was an adapter and mm. in my hood when I first moved in prior to gentrification it was real Yeah. like you know you moved there you had to you had to hold your own mm. um, either you were gonna be a prey or predator so I quickly became a predator because I I wasn't Where's okay with be being afraid. Nah, I mean, <laughs> but, but being a predator means that there are consequences that come with that. So mm-hmm. growing up in the streets, I lost a lot of friends. Um, a lot of my homies got killed at a very young age. Oh, wow. So, um, Question, how did you get to the United States? Because you didn't have your mom. And then your yeah, so my, grand, my grandparents uh, had lived in the United States since 1974, way before I was born. They okay, had already well. lived here. So they had filed for papers for us to come. Okay. okay. And it just happens that we got the visas when we were about 10 years old. Are you an American citizen now? Yeah, I'm an American citizen okay. now. Okay. So I'm like, I'm Americanized. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it's just I crazy now. Because, I mean, my primitive years were here. Like, when I became like a man and learned everything, mm-hmm. I was really here. But I'm very strong of my Haitian background because... As you guys know, Haiti is the first black independent nation mm-hmm. in the, on earth, in the world. So um, the level of pride that we have not being is all the way um, docile. Yeah, we, you know, we don't, hey, we don't, play, we don't fuck say. around. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we don't play around with oppressors like and right? slave masters. Sacrosa is like, what's up? What's up? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. shout out to all the Zoes tuning in. <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah. you have this super rag to riches story. And I know former President Obama. Yeah. My favorite president. Um, <laughs> he announced you as an appointee for member, the Coordinating Council on Juvenile Justice and Delinquency yes. Prevention. So clap it up. That's super awesome. Yeah, thank you. Like, thank how you. did you first find out that was going to happen? What was that feeling like, that moment? Just everything in that. So I, I think there's a, a great a lesson to be learned here. When, when I first got involved in this work, my goal was to simply work with youngsters in the hood mm-hmm. and trying to show them that there was a better path. Right, because I remember growing up in the hood as a kid, I didn't do better because I didn't know there was better. Right? right. I grew up, I knew hustlers, drug dealers, boosters, and rappers, what I saw on TV and basketball players. There were no doctors, lawyers, you know, uh, businessmen around me. So I didn't know that those things were possible. Right. Um, so obviously my inspirations were to be a hustler. Mm-hmm. So I started selling drugs and at a young age and I saw I got caught up in the streets. So when I finally came out of that lifestyle, 
I said that I would go back and try to teach the, the younger generation everything that I didn't know at their age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started working in different juvenile justice facilities and mentoring programs and um, speaking to young people every chance and opportunities I get. And by doing that work, I would get different invitations from people. So yeah. I've been literally all over this country um, doing this work, speaking on behalf of Julian. These out of, out of country trips that you take so frequently, <laughs> are they part of your work as well? Sometimes they are, sometimes. <laughs> okay. But every now and then, it's funny you said that. I think a lot of the viewers need to understand that when you're involved in this work that is so uh, burdensome um, and it's so personal, you're dealing with lives. Right, mm-hmm. like I get calls where kids that I've worked with that live in facilities that I've hugged and sat down and eat with, they get killed at a very young age. Wow, I can count that? 20 young people that wow. I've wow. lost since I've been involved in this work. Literally, wow. as a matter of fact, just about four weeks ago, there was a young man who allegedly committed a robbery um, somewhere around this area mm-hmm. in the train station, and he was running away from the cops and jumped in the train track and hit the third rail and died. Oh my gosh. That's that young man crazy. was a young man that I knew very well and worked with. So, again, my job is very stressful. It's very personal because these kids are, they were me when I was younger. They're my son when he gets, you know, 10 yeah. years from now. They're your little brother. You know, these Ooh. are our young people. So, um, every now and then you need to get away from that, though, and, and find a balance and clear your mind because it will consume you too much and you will become ineffective. Oh, yeah. Um, so, doing that work, the president and his administration um, would invite me to first when Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown got killed, the president convened a 21st century police task force. Okay. So basically what he did was he brought all the police leaders from around the country and all civil rights leaders and activists together and have put us in a the room. There were live cameras streamed on C-SPAN and mm-hmm. all the different um, media outlets. And our job was to tell police leaders and policymakers what are the steps they need to take to improve the relationship between police and the black community. Okay. And since I had been going to Washington, D.C. for a long time, mm-hmm. advocating on juvenile justice issues and education issues, um, poverty and um, employment opportunities for young people, I was one of the individuals who was on that list. And the president invited me to the White House and I joined mm-hmm. that task force. And from there, like, I kept on going back. They kept on inviting me to come. I guess they liked whatever I had to offer. And we had to write like a 20-page memo in terms of what changes we want to see within the police departments throughout this country. So there was some concrete things there. Mm -hmm. Um, The federal government don't control policing. Policing is a local thing. So, for example, the mayors are usually the ones who control um, policing issues. But the federal government has the power of the purse. What that means is that they have the ability to give cities money right so and cities want money from the federal government mm-hmm. so for example if the president says all right i think you should wear body cameras we'll fund it and we'll you'll get monetary benefits if you follow such and such rules so for example when the police shoot an individual there were no data for that we weren't counting that mm-hmm. like there were no laws that the police had to follow to record whenever there was a fatal shooting right. just think about how crazy that is yeah. in this country there's if you so get shot by a police officer, they don't actually have to keep record of that. Wait, so they can what, just erase it? They can say, like, it never happened? Well, well, they don't have to say it never happened, but they don't have to track it. So if you don't have data, you can't measure something. If you can't measure that's something, wild. then you can't fix it. 
So that was one of the recommendations. <laughs> yeah. That's so wild and out of control. Yep. So that was one of re one of the recommendations I made to the task force in addition what? to a lot of things. So for example, NYPD had a quota system where each police officer every month had to have a certain amount of arrests and summonses. When you put quotas on police that. officers, they're going to look for a way for to meet them. To do, exactly. Yeah. So you might not that. be doing anything, but they're going to find you because these quota systems, if they don't meet them, they don't get their vacations. They don't get the best posts. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they don't get overtime. So yeah, now so you're going hard to meet that's those That's exactly quotas. right. So All one, the times I got arrested for nothing. Yep. <laughs> so you already know what that's like. So you could be doing something minor. And just think about this, though. We that quota is not going to be met huh? in white areas. It's probably going to happen in Brownsville, East New yeah, York, that's South true. Bronx, Harlem, because, you know, they know who to prey on. So my homeboy, Edwin, who's a police officer himself, was the one who first came out and said, you know what? I can't follow the system. There's no way I'm going to arrest black children simply because you want me to do it. Right. Um, and then the, him and I, the yeah. white kids, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do a race thing, but these what? white kids be on some next stuff too. And they be yeah. doing some, I know a lot of like, when I think about like Brighton Beach area, Brooklyn, yeah. it's some straight, like super white, like they be about that life. They be ready to like, shank people that's but they like, they could kind of walk around and do it in a way that's why like for example like with sandy who was that it was a white person like the people that be shooting up the freaking like schools oh, yeah. and shit that's exactly right but here's the difference so when you say you don't want to make it a white thing i don't think it's okay look the bottom line is that this country was founded up on inequities and racism, right? Yeah, the first thing the Europeans did when they came over is they killed, slaughtered the Indians, mm -hmm. and then they enslaved our ancestors. So this country was founded on violence, bloodshed, and oppression. Right. So to not talk about race, it just doesn't make sense because okay. they're not being real. Because race matters in this country. Race and economics goes together. That's true. It's not a coincidence that you see what you see in the streets, right? Everywhere you walk around, you. If you look at homeless rates, you look at homicides, you look at shortage of housing, you look at subpar education, you look at unemployment rates. There's no accident that it's always higher for one group than it is for the other. So it's important to talk about rates. I think we have to do it in a constructive way, mm -hmm. right? Because we need to get to solutions. But um, but that's important. But you're right. If you're not <laughs> patrolling Brighton Beach like you're patrolling Brownsville, you're not, not going to find them. anything. A perfect example, I have a friend who lives in Park Slope. He's like a father figure to me, um, Marty Feynman. Shout out to Marty. He was my lawyer when I was a, when I was a youngster. Um, means a lot to me. When I go to his house, I can park on his on the fire hydrant for three hours and would not get a ticket. You know why? Because they ain't, ain't nobody watching. The cops is not yeah. patrolling his block. They not. That's crazy. So if the cops not patrolling his block, then I can get away with... If I park on Crown Street for five minutes, I'm getting a ticket. <laughs> they got you. Right. Now, the other side of that also is that as a community, there are times where we do shit where we bring heat on ourselves. Facts. That's the reality, right? I mean, it's not an excuse, but we also got to be mindful of that. We got to be mindful of what we do. Like, mm -hmm. if we just stay up busting right. guns, broad daylight, eh, they're going to come around. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So... It's, it's a catch-22 thing, but yeah, so let's get into it. Okay, all right, so going <laughs> back to you, what current policies or projects are you advocating at the moment? So we, we actually just had a, a really huge victory in terms of advocating for policy. So 
New York State and North Carolina were the last two states in this country to still try 16 and 17 years as adults. So I don't know if you guys know about the Khalif Browder case. Yes. I mean, I brought that up because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. one of the things that a lot of people know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just for reference, I mentioned him, but Pretty it's much bigger right than him. Exactly. You know, Jay-Z and Huffstein did mm-hmm. a documentary on it. So Khalif, for those who are not so familiar with the story, Khalif was charged with stealing, allegedly stealing the backpack. He was a kid who was 16 years old at the time from the South Bronx. Khalif was never convicted or found guilty of any crime, but however, he spent three years in Rikers Island. And Which Rikers is Island. the wildest thing ever. How look, do you not get convicted and they still, decide I'm sitting there? But it happens all the time. You can't make bail, right? Because typically, the fat cats from Wall Street, you know, when they commit crimes, they make bail, they post bail, and they get the best lawyers in the in the country and then they move forward yeah but a kid like Khalif Brada who couldn't make bail even if the bail was two thousand dollars he doesn't have that kind of money so while he's waiting for trial he's just he's gonna be detained on Rikers Island that is crazy that's a fact so he was tortured abused beaten sexually assaulted um so many things happened to him and he was a resilient young man eventually he came out you know, he enrolled in school, started college, got a job, and it seems like he was going to beat he was going to beat it. But he lost the battle, and he ended up hanging himself suicide, yeah. at the at his mother's apartment in the South Bronx. Like he hung himself out the window in the air conditioner wires. So, um, but if New York had not been trying 16 and 17 years as adults for even nonviolent offenses, bullshit crimes, like you jumped the turnstile. You throw a piece of garbage on the floor. Like, literally anything you do, um, not only we you get charged... We We all do that. Of course. We all do that shit. It's real. I mean, think about yeah, it. Something like Everybody that do it. Too, yeah. I'm technically a criminal, by the way. Well, I mean, look. The truth is, is, if you're a young black person in this country... Even if you're not. You want... Yeah. Well, specifically. If right. you are young and black, you want decision away from being in the system. Um, that's just the reality of America. So, um, anyway, so... We were, we were advocating to change that law way before the Khalif Browder story. Uh-huh. But when that story, when I first read it, and he was alive at the time, I was like, get the fuck, like, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, mm-hmm. how does this happen in this country that's tried all over the world? America's like, liberty this, and mm-hmm. freedom this. Like, that's what we preach across the globe. Preaching. Yeah, that's all we do. Propaganda is what it's called. Facts. But then... Right here in one of the biggest cities in America, we put a young man in prison for three years. For nothing. For nothing. Literally and he nothing. never even got charged. Never. Which so is bas- wild. Basically, we deprived him of humanity. It's crazy. But if pro- you don't have the funds. That's it. For bail. But you remember, sitting- but bail is also a business. Capitalism <laughs> is all about business, including the criminal justice system. So when you go to jail, that's free and cheap labor. All right? So when you have to post bail, these are private bell bondsmen. They're not the government. So it's everything is a business. If you can name one thing that's not for sale in America, mm-hmm. I, then I, I give up. Just mm-hmm. earlier, now Congress is talking about privatizing the air. So people with private jets can fly in certain areas where the public can't fly. That's <laughs> seriously, I'm that's not making so, this up. That's I real. That's just so wild. Like, yes, that's you know America. what? After, when you meet this, what they call it? The highest 
what you know when you're in the plane they're like we've reached altitude is that what they yeah, said yeah 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 it's like yeah so you know there's a limit for the altitude but if you're if you got big funds you can fly a little bit higher that's exactly that right is, that's wild so justice in America oh, America the great justice in America is what you can buy and afford and you know let's let's take that a little bit towards Donald Trump this guy is doing shit that Obama can't even talk about race. Obama said racism one time. He had to have a fucking bear summit. He had to bring the police officer in. He had to bring Dr. Henry Louis Gate in. You know, he could. One day he said, if, if Trayvon Martin, Trayvon Martin could have been my son. They all lost their fucking mind. Like they went crazy. But yet, this guy Trump. I mean, look what he has been doing. This dude is straight up gangster. Listen, but guess we, what? We, 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 we gonna, gonna talk that. about it. Uh, let's not even get too heated right. on you. We right? Let's not you. even get Y'all heated. Y'all gotta stop me because I'm uh, getting I'm getting hot in here. About <laughs> <laughs> to get real. Jim Saint Germain. So you have a book coming out, right? Yes. yes. So can you a just Stone of Hope? Yes. Look yeah. at it, guys. Yeah. Put it up there so we can see it. You can order it, pre-order. It's coming out July 4th. Yeah, it's um. It's life-changing, and it's not only because it's my book, and I'm not being a narcissist, but this book is life-changing. It means a lot to me, and not only that, I think that there is a story in it for all of us. Like, anyone who picks this book up will find themselves reading about themselves in the book. Oh, awesome. I love that. Yeah. So we'll definitely be pre-ordering yeah. our well, I'm, ex- I'm expecting you guys to... No, we read are that gonna, book and bring me back on the air. So we can talk about it. Um, For sure. So you're saying that this um, book is like definitely going to be life-changing. What gave you the courage to just sit down and illustrate and write your story on paper to share with the world? Because Wait. that's, I mean, you gave us a little tidbit of your story, but what Wait. actually pushed you to do this? Well, as I, as, I, as I was telling you guys earlier, I, I read my first book when I was about 16. The first mm-hmm. book I ever read in my life, it was called The Pack. It was about three young men from Newark, New Jersey, who grew up in the hood. You probably know it's them. A, the three doctors. Yes. Okay. They made a documentary yes. about it. The too. doctors. It's, it, the author says doctors. the doctors. Yes. Yep. My students are reading that. That's exactly right. Every 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 child, especially black and brown kids in urban America, should read that book. And what's the book called? The, One more time. The Pack. The Pack. Yeah, okay. T H E P A C T. The okay. Pack. Right. Uh-huh. Just you went slow. The pack. Did I did I just spell the? I did. Right. That T H E. Look, listen. The red wine is. The white, see, white. <laughs> the white wine is working, so don't blame as, me. Blame the wine. Keep blame it going. The wine. Um, so I read the pack was the first book I read, and in that book I saw, I saw my life, but on the other side. Okay. So these dudes, they grew up in the hood, had nothing. Their fathers weren't around. Mothers were struggling, like regular hood shit, and they went through the system, um, almost lost their lives. But eventually, at some point, they all looked at each other in their eyes and said, you know what? We got to beat the system. We, we got to make it out the hood. We got to do this. Like, we have no choice. So they all made a pact to each other. They were going to hold each other accountable, um, push each other, strive with each other, struggle with each other, and keep each other committed. And they did that, and they all became doctors. That's nice. Yeah. So when I was, I read that book when I was locked up in the system. So... So it was the perfect timing for me mm-hmm. because I was looking for an outlet. I was looking for that that ray of sunshine in a way to show me that it was I was capable of doing something beyond my circumstances. So after I read that book and then I picked up the book that really changed my life, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Mm. 
Okay. I've heard a couple of yeah. times, like, that's a good ass Listen, if you have not, if y'all, if y'all haven't read that book, I'm working out this interview because it's, it's a must. You have to read. Well, we won't be as real as we usually are with that question. Please continue. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, you have, you have to. Seriously, though, it's a powerful, it's a really, you know, Malcolm means a lot to me. But again, what I found in those three young brothers was what I found in Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Malcolm grew up, you know, he grew, he was born in Omaha, Nebraska. His father, his family turns um, tragic white supremacy and just evil acts that were being committed in the South at the time. Um, his house was burned down. His father was killed by KKK members. His mother was put in a mental health institution where they deprived her of her uh, mental health. His brothers were separated from him. His sisters, they put him in a foster care system. And then he went to the juvenile justice system. And I remember when he was a kid, he told one of his teachers that he wanted to be a lawyer. And Malcolm is... You can't find too many people that's as brilliant as Malcolm X. And his teachers looked at... His teacher looked at him and said, Boy, be real with yourself. Why don't you think about being a carpenter or something like that? You can't be no lawyer. No Negro can become a lawyer in this country. No nigga. Well, he, well nigga, I'm using yeah. Negro because I, you know, I don't, I don't like the N word like that. Um, okay. But yeah, that's basically what he said. What's interesting is that the the teacher, I think, was just being real with Maka because in those days. <laughs> well, I mean, real in the sense. I'm like, realistically, like, yeah. realistically, right. you're right. That's what I meant by that. You know, it's like back, right? Like in the '40s, '50s, like a black kid telling a white man he wants to be yeah, a lawyer. Yeah. The white dude is like, "What are you talking about? Like, lawyer? How? <laughs> Where?" So that's what I meant in that. So anyway, yeah. then Malcolm ended up being in the streets also at a very young age. He started hustling, and then he went to De- Detroit. From Detroit, I mean, Linton, Michigan. He went to, from Linton to Detroit. To Boston, then to New York, Harlem. He was hustling, pimping, doing all sorts of things, selling drugs, everything in the book. Then he got locked up and did like seven years. When mm-hmm. he was locked up, he met Elijah Muhammad. His brother introduced him. Wilfred introduced him to Elijah Muhammad. And then Elijah really changed his life. Um, and then he became a part of the Nation of Islam and he, he became Elijah's number one prophet. Then they had a fallout, but the bottom line is Elijah changed his life and Malcolm became who we know he is today. He became one of the greatest... His birthday is coming up, by the way. His birthday is like the 19th. It's like Friday, I think. Oh, well, happy early Yeah, happy early birthday to Malcolm X. So that book changed my life. And then after that, I read Dreams from My Father, which was Barack Obama's first book. And it was more polished. Because, you know, he was like Mm -hmm. the chosen one. And, you know, like, he's trying to bring King's and Malcolm's dream together in once and being sort of like that leader we, the black community, had yearned for for so long. So... After reading those three books, I said to myself, you know what? I think I have a story and a life that young people can benefit from. That's when I realized I wanted to write a book. But it came about, Marty was having dinner with um, his wife, friend. She's a book agent. Her name is Susan Gallant. Shout out to my agent. Hey, shout out to agent, (laughs) Susan. Susan's the agent. Yeah, Susan Gallant. And they were having dinner one day, and he was just... You know, updating on what he's been up to, and he told that he was a part of my my nonprofit organization, Plot, preparing leaders of tomorrow. Shout so out to, to that. Plotforyouth.org. Um, Plot for Youth is our organization where we provide mentoring, college and job preparation to at-risk youth in Brooklyn. So, ladies, again, if you want to get a drink with him, let us know. Because <laughs> he's motherfucking legit. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so he was. <laughs> He was updating her on what he was up to because he's a board member of the plot. Mm-hmm. 
And then he told her about me, and then she was like, whoa, he sounds like a really interesting person. I would love to have lunch with him. And I think this young man has a book in him. And her and I randomly one day, we met in Park Slope, we had lunch, um, which she paid for, of course. She was the agent. She fucking you know right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Susan <laughs> Again. Shout out to Susan. Heard. That salmon toast was really good. Um, <laughs> salmon toast. toast. Yeah. Toast with avocados, though. Oh, yes. Mm, oh, yes. yes. We can't forget that. Mm-hmm. And olive oils. Mm-hmm. With the honey. Up. Even honey, too. Yes. With um, some pepper on it. That's pretty, pretty good. With the, yeah, the red one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The red crushed pepper. Yeah, yeah. we have yeah. the same. Okay. Gentrified park slope shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Basically. So, um, and then after we met, she was like, wow, she was really impressed with my, my journey. And she was like, can you write? a 20-page um, manuscript and send it to me. I wrote it, sent it to her, and then she said to me, how do you want to go about this? Do you want to write a book yourself, or do you want to work uh, co-writer with a, a professional author? And I said, at the time, I didn't have no time working. I just had my son, so I said I work with a professional writer. Mm-hmm. And then she made that happen. We linked up, wrote an amazing manuscript, sent it out to like 12 different publishing houses. HarperCollins gave us the best deal, and... Yes. That was it. And you better go. Yes. We got the book. Stone, stone of, of hope. hope. A stone of hope. So the name, the name was really interesting, by the way. Can I get into yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, go ahead. So first, we were gonna call the book Bending Close Justice. But one day I was on Capitol Hill, right? I'll tell you this quick story. And I was brought to Capitol Hill by Senator Chris Murphy. He's the junior senator from Connecticut. So you, you better go. I got you. <laughs> so right, I'm like, oh. you guys know. So each state yeah, has cool story. Yeah, each Sounds state has right two senators, strong. right? Yes. Um, that's kind of each state has two senators, mm-hmm. and Congress members are based on how the big the population people. is. Mm-hmm. But you can have like a state like Rhode Island, who has uh, maybe like four hundred thousand people, whatever. They still have two senators. That's what yeah, every, the founders of the yeah, country yeah, yeah. figured they wanted things to be even now. So anyway, Chris Murphy invited me to Capitol Hill. He had a bill. It's called the Better Option for Kids Act. That legislation was supposed to take money away from the prison system and move it, diverse it towards community-based programs, mm-hmm. job placements, education opportunities, mentoring, drug programs. His legislation would do that. Like, it would take... Because, you know, we spend $80 billion per year on incarcerating folks. Mm-hmm. Right, folks. Some folks don't even that's need to be in that wild. prison, but that's what we do. But it's a business, also remember that. Yeah. Prisons are privatized, so I have that's another. That's why they won't legalize marijuana. But here we go. That's why they won't do it, cause. But but soon they're gonna do it, cause now marijuana is also on the stock market now. Oh really? So are they about to let everyone go that's in the well, system? Well, I mean, that has not committed murder. Well. They probably it's not probably not gonna be retroactive because that's how they do. They don't that's you know fucked up. if it's not benefiting them then it, it doesn't work that's that way. That's fucked up. Um, but nonetheless, it's a business. So I give I give you a, a quick um, example. Do you know that this is gonna be very personal to you guys and a lot of the ladies watching? So Victoria's Secret, mm-hmm. that's where you guys get your mm-hmm. under. Can I pull it under garments? Yeah, sure. Let's um, <laughs> Panties, bras. Panties, bras. <laughs> I mean, all that craziness. Um, Lingerie. Again, ladies. Some of the products are made <laughs> by good. prisoners. Oh. Yeah, I know, know that. know that. No, I know that. Because right. you can, even if you think about, like, orange and black. Yeah. yeah. They have jobs. They do. The prisoners make everything. They make all of the stuff, all the furniture in Maryland. The prisoners made all of yeah. that. 
All they of make, that. Like, they make course, everything. License plates they make. So everything. License plates, yeah. Yeah. But the, the other thing for is like this, pennies. though. Capitalism is all about getting production for as less as you can and selling it for as high as you can. So yeah. if you can get a prisoner to make something for 20 cents an hour instead of paying you and I 11, 12 dollars an hour, then why not do it? It's the same reason why we also outsource job overseas. Right? If you can get a, a poor family in Haiti to make the Hanes shirt, which actually are made in Haiti for 60 cents an hour, then why would you pay somebody here $7 an hour? Right, because then you're allowed to make more profits of it. So a big part of this election, why Trump won in the first part of it was he was talking about he's bringing those jobs back. So the whole system is connected to each other. But those same conservative folks who love him would not look at prison labor and say that's taking away from their jobs. Right. Because the folks who are mostly incarcerated are black <laughs> and brown folks. So the system is very. This thing is complicated, and we got to stay tuned and we got to stay focused on what's happening. So. Um, that bill never passed, uh, nonetheless. But I remember being really frustrated that it didn't even get a vote. So while I was in D.C., I said, you know what, let me just take a walk. Because I had never been to the Dr. King monument. You know, mm-hmm. He has a monument in Washington, D.C. Um, so I walked over there, and I remember it was, like, night. And stood there. It was a beautiful night, just looking over, like, the, the, the water and mm-hmm. standing next to his monument. And on the side of it, there's a quote that says, out of a mountain of despair, a stone of hope. It was one of the things, one of his favorite things in the past and and, um, his speeches. And then I wrote about that in the book because I was writing about my advocacy work in Washington, D.C. And then my editor was like, hmm, who is Jonathan J.O.? Shout out to Jonathan Shout out to Johnny. Shout out to fucking everyone that's talking about. Word. Um, My editor was like, you know what? What if we call the book a stone, stone of hope? hope? Like, because the story is a very challenging and tough story, right? Like, grew up in the streets. Yeah. Witnessed murders, lost a lot of friends, hustling, everything you possibly think of, I've been through. But then somehow I managed to be where I'm at today. So mm-hmm. a stone is something that's really hard, hard and challenging. But hope, at the end of it, a stone of hope, it's, it's right a perfect there. match for what I, we wrote about. I just, yeah. just want to say, like, I'm in sitting in this interview and I do know I know Jim. Yeah, you right? know me a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. As Jim Jim tries to fake on our friendship, but it's all good. Uh, <laughs> so but I, I just so... I don't know. I'm just it, it makes me very happy to just hear your story and just see your accomplishments. So like kudos to you. Big shout outs to you just for like everything you overcome and it's super I awesome. Nah, it. that, that, that's definitely facts because like yeah. we weren't friends before so it's like for me to hear this story. Yeah I've learned about you too through her. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, and being first generation, it's like, damn, like, yeah, you've been through some fucking shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm um, sitting here cheesing. Right, I'm just like, shit, yeah, 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 you better go. Like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so clearly, like, you were influenced by Malcolm X and Obama. Yeah, yeah. Who is your audience for your book? Like, who are you trying to influence oh, that's and why? A great question. I wrote the Good book. Question. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote the book really for the kid I was downthrotted hopeless um, young people who felt like they had no options but to be in the streets Mm -hmm. grew up in dire poverty um, surrounded by violence and hopelessness Mm -hmm. that's who I wrote the book for but the book also uh, speaks to a lot of different issues it speaks to 
the immigrant story, right? That's a part of it because this country was founded by immigrants. Mm-hmm. You can't find me one person unless Native Americans who didn't come from somewhere else. Uh, yeah. Um, and they're slowly like disappearing, which is well, like, slowly, slowly, slowly. That's, that's what we do, right? We destroy people. Um, it slow. also speaks to the burden which America has placed on black and brown kids. Um, the lack of opportunities, um, the need to survive, survival of the fittest. Um, it speaks to people who are from different backgrounds and different economic status who are still willing to open their hearts and minds to give people like myself a chance, like Marty and Christine and Walton, a lot of the um, Issa, Damon, a lot of the people I write about in the book who, even though when I was pushing them away and when I felt like I had no hope and there was nothing to live for and fight for, who believed in me and kept supporting me and striving with me. And, um, so I wrote the book basically for everyone. There's a there is something in this book for every individual. Like it can be the Wall Street CEO down to the homeless guy who's in the streets right now just trying to find the next place to sleep or that kid who's in Brownsville right now who's thinking, you know, where the fuck is my next meal coming from? You know, what the future holds for me. Um, for that social worker, for that attorney. You know, it's literally everyone. This book is truly amazing. So, um, but as you can imagine, if young people from the bottom, right, from the hood, don't get their hands on this book, then I'll be highly disappointed. Mm -hmm. So, though I wrote it for everyone, but those particular youngsters, um, I think that this book certainly be a a guiding and sort of like a manual for them to maneuver through some of the challenges which life uh, brings up on us. Awesome. Well, y'all heard it here. Getting real with Zing and Jen. Yeah, we, we got, getting real. We got Jim St. Germain. Tell and them the again about your book, where the they can find it, when it's coming out. The Stone of Hope. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble, basically everywhere books are sold. So if you go to, if you just Google Jim St. Germain, The Stone of Hope, it'll come up. You'll be able to pre-order it, and it'll be in stores July 4th everywhere. And I'm also going to have a book launching party on July 13th. Ooh, so where it's at? gonna be really lit. It's gonna be at um Congregation Beth Elohim. That's right on Eighth Avenue and Berkeley Street in Park Slope. Okay. Um, okay. So it's gonna be amazing. Q and A session. So, so go ahead yeah. and pre-order the book, and you know this book will, especially in the times that we're in right now mm-hmm. with the Trumpism and the shenanigans and the fuckery that's going on, uh, we need something to push us and propel us forward, so we can. You kept it real in there. I think I did. All right then. That's yeah. All right. right? Yep. Well, let's do it. Also, this promote your party. You said it's June 13th, yeah, July 13th. Yep, July 13th. It's a Thursday. It's going to be from 6 to 8, the book launching party. Um, hopefully, I'll be back to chat about it. But, yeah. you know, but pre-order the book. And when you pre-order it, let me know. I come. I sign it for you. And we can talk yes. about it. Let me know if you like yeah, it. If you don't do like that. it, talk to me. Holla at your boy. Hey! <laughs> shoot. Wow. But, uh, what time is it? Don't you don't got the time either. Um, you don't have the time either. No, time well, either. Um, it's, it's segment time! We, we keep it real, real. real. Hey! <laughs> Alright, um, so... Zang got the motherfucking juice! Alright, so... What's celebrity good? gossip. I know that you guys have seen this. So, this hashtag Bow Wow Challenge. Mm-hmm. So, my man Bow Wow... <laughs> Sean Moss, um, about like a week or so ago, May 8th, I think it was, mm-hmm. he posts this picture of this 
private jet, jet bomb ass jet. Yeah. And he's like, Ball oh, main. heading to NYC. Meantime, maybe, maybe he didn't tune into our previous episode, Faking for the Gram, because he yeah. clearly was faking for the Gram. Anytime he was there. in economy. <laughs> so not even first class. My homie was just chilling in my, the plane. Somebody, somebody like Snapchat them and was and like, coach? "This nigga lying. He's sitting on his plane." Bow wow in this joint. He was in spirit too, right? Spirit he, in this joint. he was not in spirit. Don't do that to him. <laughs> But no, he's in this joint, just kind of like on the phone. Somebody done snapped him like, this nigga lying. And then apparently the picture that he posted is like a picture of a jet from a company that has like these VIP jets. Right. So he was completely faking for the gram. Mm-hmm. So now everybody is doing this Bow Wow challenge where they're doing... Faking for the They're gram. faking for the gram and yeah. just doing hashtag Bow Wow challenge. But <laughs> Bow Wow has a funny. history of doing this. Like I heard that he had like just endless money in his hand took a picture of it and it was his money so he does that but can I ask you a question though yeah sure Bow Wow's been in the game since he was a kid. Like, I remember, it's Lil Bow Wow. Right? You just found out. Hey! Yo, I used to hate on him because all the girls in school when I was a kid used to come with Bow Wow book bags and little dog paws in it and all that shit. I'm like, yo, who is this fool? So, if he's been in the game for that long, he died. What, these, what happened to the bread he made? Like These kids don't listen. They don't know about Bow Wow's history. So, wow. I feel like it's just like, if he... If, if but he, he was a host of audience, and he, that's true. He was. He's Mr. One Hundred Six Party. Okay, so, 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 then let's talk. Let's talk about this though. First of all, let's be real. Bow Wow's not alone. I can say that ninety percent of the rappers you see fronting and faking, the jewelries are fake. They're renting these cars. They're renting these private jets. They, they don't. It, it doesn't belong to them. So Bow Wow is not alone. So let's not just kill Bow Wow because a lot of rappers, the rap game, a lot of times is sort of like a bigger version of faking it for the grand. No, that's fast. Right. So we got to be honest with that. And as, as black people, but he got caught. Like, don't act yeah, like you on a so, private right, so, jet. So what you're saying is that we can front, but just don't get caught. Just don't get caught. Uh, <laughs> just don't get caught. Man. And he got caught. Damn. Like he got caught OD, like and then Damn. yeah, you got caught and you looking wild because my thing is Bow Wow, you are thirty, you a grown ass man. He's like thirty, yes, <laughs> with child. Yeah. Like my man, you a grown ass yeah, man. Like you do not need to fake. Like you could have just, just be wait, yeah. waited until you got landed in LaGuardia or JFK, wherever you was flying into, <laughs> and took a picture of the sign and be like, yeah, New York was popping. I'm here, yeah, yeah. Right. Right, right? And that'd have been legit. But, but you got caught by someone that probably don't even well, know you well, like well, that. Well, so then on that case, then, should we traverse into the fact that a lot of us are doing this shit? Like, we fronting for... No, that's a for fact. For social media, right? No, can that's we, a fact. So can we stop fronting and just be real? Last because, week. look, mm-hmm. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. I don't want to get too political because right now it's about the celebrity <laughs> gossip. <laughs> but the bottom line is this. On the real, the people I know, I know some people with real money. I'm talking about millionaires, they billionaires. They don't front. They don't do anything. Like they wear normal shit. Mm-hmm. But we, as black people, every little cent we get, we want to run around and buy this, buy that, and then we truly broke. Like, what are we doing that for? But I think Why shouldn't we invest our money the wise way yeah. instead of no. showing up? Facts. But I think with Bow Wow, I think he's like he's 30 years old. He's getting older. I think it's it's coming to reality. Like, damn. 
I don't have the pool mm. like how I did in 2000. He ain't got the juice. He don't got the juice. So I'm. He's he like got at the, the point. Juice. He's like, right. you Hot got the money. Clearly you do because we talking about this shit. Right. But like, he don't got the pool like how we used to. So it's like you gotta just. Damn. So 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 now let ask another question. Mm. Do you think that as an individual, when you've been so high? Especially when you've been so high when you were so young, mm-hmm. and then realizing that like now I'm not that relevant. Does oh, that fuck with you sometimes? Of you like, I mean, of course, can, like, of saying, course, right? of course. That's why I think he does these things because it's like Romeo you ain't are, doing it. Romeo's not. But Romeo, but Romeo, has Romeo is doing money. a lot Don't of exactly. That. He's doing exactly. a lot of other things. But the other thing is this: Romeo came <laughs> for money. That's Master P made about half a billion dollars but, in the game. But wait. Snoop Dogg, Bow Wow got Snoop. Nah, but, but that's, that's not, not the same. Father. That's not the same. Yeah, yes. it's not his dad. Like, dad. like Master P Romeo had his own money. Into that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Don't forget okay. this again. Okay. Master P has done everything that you can possibly think a hood dude can do. He sold drugs, played in the NBA for years. Y'all probably didn't even know that. Master P was an NBA I didn't, player. I didn't know that. That's why Romeo's was probably in that game. He played game. for the Charlotte Hornets. Master P played oh, wow, in the really? NBA. Yeah. That's how yeah. Romeo be playing ball. That's exactly, yeah, he played in the NBA. His uncle oh, Shaka see. had money, so for him it's different. He had his own label, he's been getting him. paid for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you got, look, Google that. Now, I, I, believe you. I believe you, yeah, I believe fact. you. So Romeo came in the game with money. Bow on the other end, he he just, Snoop just looked out for him, he came in the game with nothing. So, you know, there's, there's a big difference there. Um, so, you know, that, that matters too. When you got that, you got old money and you got new money. A lot of rappers have new money. I guess that's why like I mean, Romeo is just straight chilling right now because like he been had that whereas like yeah, it's Bow Wow is like I'm when you're accustomed right yeah when you're accustomed to certain shit well, you don't have to show up. I mean I guess with Bow Wow's story guys, it is very evident he is living proof that people do be faking for the gram. But yeah. moral of that story, don't get caught or yeah. you're gonna be hashtag Bow Wow challenge. Right. right. So look. Forget about not getting caught. I'm saying, man, let's just stop faking it for the gram. Know but if mean? that's like, the path you're going to choose, because I ain't going front. I when I go on vacation, I'm, I'm getting a good flick to right, but, the but, 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 but wait, wait. But, but you are <laughs> but on you're vacation. There. I'm right. there. You're, you're there. there. You're right. not faking. You you're there. Be, well, you, I'm going to get, I'm going to go ghost for a few yeah. days. I'm going to try the Bow Wow Challenge, guys. I'm going to go ghost for a few days, but I'm going to get like a nice, not an old picture. I'm going to get like a nice, I've been seeing people doing it. I'm going to get a nice background and get somebody that's nice with the skills, photography skills, and like pose. I'm sure that you're faking. You have a lot of tools. She don't even got to do that. Come on. She don't even got to do that. Hashtag Bow Wow Challenge. You ain't got to front for the, hey man, look, the bottom line is this. Be humble. Let's Thanks. use the gram for productive shit. Yeah. Let's use the gram to promote positivity, to uplift our people. There's no need to front for the gram. Look, we're all in a struggle together, so yeah, that's you got a, a little fact. something. There's no need to be showing off, unless you know, unless you. Oh, no. <laughs> so guys, again, Same if you want to get a drink, let us, me and Jed know. Yeah. Yo, we're gonna get me in trouble. trouble. We have his contact information. So. <laughs> Love you, baby. But let us know, Jen. <laughs> Damn, Jen I got, got I'm, I'm be sleeping the in the tubes. streets tonight. What's going on? What's going on in the music world, girl? So, I know y'all love the BET Awards. It's coming back. Love you, June Bubba. 25th. Hey. <laughs> June 25th. BET Awards? Yes. yes. So BT coming back. Is this still like popping? Like I used to watch it when I was a kid. I don't even watch TV anymore. Let me tell you who's being nominated because the nominations are fucking popping and it's it's so tight of a it's just so it's 
there's so many good people that are nominated. It's like, fuck, who do you pick? So I'm going to tell y'all, like, the yeah. top. If they're trash, I'm going to tell you the trash. Okay. Categories. Well, let's say the course, categories. Course, okay. Let's say, like, who? So, best female R&B pop artist. We have here Beyonce. I like B. We have Kalani. We have, I like her too. I like her. I like She's her. also Thank woke. You. She's woke. She supports yeah. Colin Kaepernick. Shout yeah. out to Colin Kaepernick, man. That's my daughter. That's my brother. Yeah, if I the NFL her. don't sign Colin Kaepernick, I'm not watching the NFL this year. If you just got out of a recent breakup, listen to motherfucking Kalani's Ooh. last album. It's Damn. It, 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 it's, it goes it's real. There. It does go there. Okay, so we have Beyonce. Huh? No, it just makes you feel empowered. Like, yes, yeah. bitch, I'm a real. Right, I don't need oh. no man. Like, I'm good. So it's But like, that's not good, though. It's Yo, good to get over a breakup. Yeah. Nah, like, come on. We're getting to this point where now everybody don't need a man. Then what's going to happen? You're going to have. Oh, no, 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 no. Not, not like that. More so, like, why, why, do, why be in your room, cry about a man where it's like you can just continue to do what the fuck you were doing before he and even boss existed up. And, and boss, boss up. the fuck up. And that's what Kalani's up. It's, it's no. You. Me, I know, we on the same thing. But wait, who else, who else? All right, All right so Beyonce, Kalani, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> oh, Mary, come on. Mary J. is a veteran, Mary, so you Mary, can't yeah, laugh about Mary. No, she is. I'm look, not laughing, but... Without Mary, there is no game, right? Remember, look, she's a trailblazer, so we got to right. respect the OGs. So, Beyonce, Kalani, Mary J. Blige, Rihanna, and Solange. Who gets it? I'll do it again. I'm gonna go. Okay. Beyonce, Kalani, Mary J. Blige, Rihanna, and Solange. Who gets? It? I do like that they have Solange and B in the same category. Sister, sister, sister competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna go with my my big sis, Riri. She's but on it. What music has she come out with recently? lately? No, she she ain't, she ain't got nothing out well, lately. Well, I mean, you gotta think about did her album with work was that not 2016? Because in 2017, no, that work, was work, 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 work. No, that was like but 15. 20, no, 2016 is what hey, they're going work, off of. They're not going work, off of 2017. Work, work, work. Right? Okay, they're going off of 2016. Well, that I don't know if that beats Solange's album though. You know what? I I definitely like Solange album. Did you ch- listen to it, Jim? No. Okay. I mean, I like Solange I album, but the thing, don't worry, it's okay. Yeah. The thing with Solange album, like I feel like social media hyped it. Hyped it. It's a good album. I do not want to discredit the album. Yeah. Do I think it's an album ten years from now that I'll sit and go and listen to and be like, yes, I'm gonna listen to it? For me, no. Okay, I know I understand. You that. understand, but I think it was a good album. It was a good album to put out right now because everyone is like super woke, quote unquote. So you, so she's not getting the for you. For she's me, not no, the I'm going with my big sis Riri on that. Okay, who you said Riri has no workout. I, I don't know, but I, I think it's Beyonce. What Beyonce, Beyonce has out also? What she has she out? She has Shining. Shining, 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 shining. Then, you know, I don't know fuck know what that is. Sh- with DJ. Shining, another one. Nah, play that shit. No, 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 he heard. No, play that shit. No, no, I haven't heard it. I really haven't. No, he turned it. No, I really, I'm not even kidding. I haven't. Nah, nah, you heard it. Nah, I really haven't. You know what I've been listening to lately? Hey, hey. They play on the radio, Jim. Not really have not. Keep on playing, keep on You know what I've been listening to? My man, um, Prince and Swali. Unforgettable. That's been my shit. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been watching no. lately. Right. Shining, shining, shining. You know what I like too? Finessing. I be finessing. <laughs> all right. We just got Anyway. All right. Look, so, I'm getting old. So, so you know. So, all right. So I'm going with Riri. Who you going with for this category? Okay. You know what sucks? Because title fucked me up because I don't have a subscription. I haven't heard Lemonade yet. So. Huh? What? All right, I'm part of the Beehive, so you're shade. Who yeah. do you think is going to take I was going to say Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce wins. Queen B. Okay, yes. yeah. She's a queen. Why? Who do you think? Why? She's going to win because she has a... Because she's pregnant. See, and and, and no, she we, came look, out with Shining. We need to talk about art. 
That's, oh, no, a, that's no. a featured so, so me, song. So, me, so wait, for me, it's like she just came out with Shardin with um, DJ, Khaled, DJ Khaled, right? Mm-hmm. And then she had Lemonade that was last year. If they're going off of last year's yeah. albums, oh, she also shit, put out the right. song that she dedicated. Oh, they're going off of their... last year's album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. She yeah, also yeah, dedicated. Yeah, yo, shout out to Queen B, man. Uh, so that's it. So we both are on that. Okay, so I'm just going with my big sis Rihanna. Like I'm Jay-Z definitely fine. I, like like I, I hope that she listens in and then she could hit us up and then we could like spark up one day. That'd right. be awesome. That's like all I dream about. You and Riri? Yeah. That good stuff or that bush? No, that good, good stuff. stuff. So, 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 right. Yeah, oh, 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 deal with it. Say no more. Say so, no more. Now we're doing. We're <laughs> talking about. That ain't my thing. That ain't my thing. But I get it. Best male. <laughs> R&B pop artists. We got Bruno Mars. We have Chris Brown. We have The Weeknd. We have Trey Songs and Usher. I got the winner. Who? The Weeknd. Oh, that's what wait. I said. You know what's grinding. funny? That's what's funny. Grinding. We were talking about this before, and we, and me and Jen was going back and forth like, about oh. it. Tell me what you mean. Exactly. <laughs> that's why he's winning. That's bro, that, he's like, no, I have the word. Nah, the weekend. No, yeah, he's, I, I no, he's winning. With the weekend. No, he's winning, winning because yeah, Trey songs. His album flopped this year. You been? Bruno Mars just got hip to the I'm not game. gonna. I'm not gonna quit my Chris day Brown. job anymore. <laughs> Right, please. Chris Brown just be on his ratchet shit. Like, yeah, I Chris, wish Chris Brown would just be like a cop head now. What the hell yeah, is going on with him? Yeah, when she was talking to him. He was so drunk. talented and, like, you know, he looks weird, Jim, man. Jim, like do you know that, like, he got served just recently? By whom? Karuchi. He got served for, he got a restraining order. Let me just tell you. Dang, he's still chasing her? He's still chasing her, but let me tell you what he did. Dang, she on. must have that good, good. No, that's, no, that's no, just Chris Brown. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I agree. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm definitely agreeing with you. This thing gotta be tight. I agree with you. Someone said Trump forever. One of the viewers. It's fine. Everyone has an opinion. (laughs) Right. But um, Trump. Just so you know, like I don't know if you know this, but Trump is gonna get impeached. By the way, watch me. (laughs) Facts. Jimmy lied. But um, (laughs) who else? So, oh, but I was gonna say about Chris Brown. Like, so supposedly he punched Karuchi. Again? Like, right again. again. Well, he beat he up Rihanna. Like, what the? So f- no, somebody it's, needs it's, to beat him. Look, if one of those girls is my sister, I'll fuck, brother, I'll fuck right? Chris Brown up. This, yo, this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, so he needs yeah, to get he, the yeah, fucking order. Need, no, 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 look, all jokes aside, look, all jokes aside, he needs someone in his corner who who's not just a yes man yeah. and actually let him know that he gotta get his He's wild. Order, he needs man. to, like, get himself together. Love Chris Brown, like yeah. I'm such a Chris I Brown supporter. And but I hate that. But now was she making death threats to No, Karuchi. I agree with that. It, it makes me so sad. So we're gonna go with the weekend. I can I can go with the weekend. We're going with the weekend. Category. And that was best um what was it? R and B and pop. Okay. So we have Beyonce for best female R and B and pop, then we have the weekend for best male R okay. and pop. Cool. So let's go to best male hip hop artist. Okay, y'all. Who's the nominee? Are y'all ready? Jim, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Here we go. Best male hip hop artists are Big Sean, Drake, Future, J. Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. Who do you fucking Why isn't that such a like crazy? Who do you choose? Who can we immediately eliminate? No, all right. So Big Sean. Big Sean out. Take him out. Yes. Who else? First I know, yo, no, yo, no, 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 yo, that is fucked up. No, 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 wait. I got y'all. Can I, look, I'm the expert here on this hip hop shit. <laughs> okay, so everybody you have an expert politician and Everybody off that list and on Everybody off that list and only Kendrick and J. Cole go at it. 
I said everybody else off. There's no need. How okay. Can you, how can you okay. put anybody okay. else on the list with Kendrick and... Okay, so lyrically... I can definitely Lyric. hear you. That's what we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about lyricists. Lyrically, J. Cole substance. and Kendrick Lamar. I can That's agree. it. Everybody else So gone. Big Sean's out. Drake's album flopped. I'm sorry. Drake out. Fuck. I mean, Drake is cool. I, I like his hits, Drake but... Drake is popular. Right now, we're talking about so real about artists. We're talking about real future, artists. Future, all he doing is love Molly. But no, he wanted is Haitian like me, so I like him because he's a zoe. But the truth is, the shit he be talking about, that shit is fucked up. But I feel like when I Jake just want to say with Future's line, the, the what he says in it, um, um, never, never, what does it say? Chase never trust check, a bitch. Never chase, chase a, check. a bitch. Got I, it. I want, I want all the ladies to know, fuck these niggas, get money. But anyway, oh, we can shit. continue. All right, look, 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 hold <laughs> up, hold up, hold up. So no, 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 no. wait, I gotta say something about Future though. Yeah. Molly Percocet, never chase a bitch. Rep the set. Got to rep the set. Mass off. Mass off. He clearly listens to Basically, all he's doing is promoting Violence. the very same yeah. shit that's destroying yeah. our community right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. He's so, saying, look, go rob some place and just take the mask off. Listen, get yourself in car. Look, here's the truth. Here's the truth. No, I, I don't mean to be all peachy. No, and shit. that's fair. I grew up in the, I grew up to 50. I grew up the D block, the mm. MOP. Like, I when they were talking about hustling, busting guns, selling crack. I felt album. Yeah, I felt get rich or die trying. You know, oh, like, I'm like, like no, I legit know lyrics. Yo, like, play yeah, that. Look, I legit that know album lyrics. was lit. That's like, a fact. That album, I, I, I legit know lyrics. Like my, my mama didn't allow me to buy like CDs that I really wanted because she was like, oh, he look ratchet. But with 50, <laughs> I was like, ma, you I got to buy. But, but here's the thing I said this though. So I'm not speaking from a podium, I'm speaking from someone who's lived it. Yeah. When I was a kid growing up in the streets without the guidance and the structure I needed, listening to 50s music, D-Block, all of them, it was fucked up for my mind. Nah, they okay. had me running around the hood, smoking, drinking, holding guns as if I knew everything I was doing. Yeah. So what Future Music is doing for our generation right now, honestly, I, like, I don't hate on a brother no, getting money. I agree with I respect his money. He's low-key depressed. That's what I think. Percocet, Molly, Chase the Check, Mass Off, Rep Yourself, that's destroying our kids. So, I agree because yeah, that's We what can't my, be promoting that shit. That's what my students, that's what they like that's to exactly. listen to. And, and it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Especially, imagine a kid coming from a home where there was no guidance. That's not good. Look, because the people who's making money of Future's music, who's pushing it, their kids ain't listening to that shit. And if their kids do, they got that safety net. Mm. Our kids, though, we getting killed in the streets, going to jail, and fucking <laughs> up their lives. So look, yeah. I so love hip hop, but who do you think is taking so, that category? J Cole or Kendrick? I'm gonna Honestly, go with J Cole. That's my man's. J. Cole. I love J Cole. That's my dog too. But knowing He's been what I know, silent for a while. Knowing what I know, I think came good. out last year. I, feel I like. think Kendrick is gonna take it because that last I think album. So too. I haven't I even listened to like the whole it. thing. But. I actually like it because so I, I feel like I'm. I, so let me let me say I yeah. feel like I'm a low key Kendrick Lamar hater. Same. Are I you really? Too. I Why? feel like I'm a hater only I because too. I so um, Section 80 love it. Like that yes, is uh, like that's my oh, shit. Like I can oh, legit yes, listen to Section uh, 80 now. Yes, and that's yes. when I got introduced to Kendrick Lamar. But no, I'm not even gonna say I was done after that, but it blows me because there's so many people that I know right now that be like, they're so woke, you know what I mean? And they're not doing anything about it to do it. But then they want to preach that they're, so oh my God, Kendrick Lamar, and it blows But let's me talk about that tonight, though. Wait, Isn't that what we're here for? Y'all. But no, it just makes me so angry. Wait, time out. With, Pause. Someone is missing from this list. Where is Chance the motherfucking rapper? Oh, that's true. Is he also got, part yeah. of it? No, he's not. Yeah, how you it's got Big Sean Drake? How you got future? Big Sean Drake featuring You can replace Big Sean with Chance First the rapper. First of all, shout out to Chance. He donated one million dollars yes. to the out in Chicago. Yeah, clapping up for that. That's 
that's, that's awesome. what we need. The yeah, south side that, of Chicago that, that. right now needs all the love it can get. So education was, is the number one too. Shout out to you, Chance. But um, okay, so right now we're at. J. Cole and Kendrick. he has no label. You're right. He's an independent artist. Independent artist. One of the viewers. So let you're, us know that. you're Kendrick. I'll go with Kendrick yeah. too. Kendrick. Okay, so Kendrick. So Kendrick, we got for this. All right. Best female hip hop artist. This will be a little bit juicy. Oh. The best female hip hop artist we have Cardi B. Ah, watch pop. Cardi I B. I love her. I love her. She's a hip hop artist too. I think she's. Yes. You saw my. Did you, did you not see my know. pictures now? First of all, y'all not gonna be up what here. What song she has? What? You not gonna be up here? She got right. a whole mixtape. First of all, who's that? Gangsta Missy bitch Elliot. volume two. <laughs> Is it that's what Cardi B? Gangsta bitch volume two. Yeah, and she got volume one. I'll say oh, Cardi B. Come on, I you love know she Cardi do that shit. I love Cardi B. Nobody can say anything. I love her. We got Cardi B. She keeps it real, real. They clearly trying to hold on to the old heads. Missy Elliot up in this right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, who, well, you gotta respect the OG. So Cardi B, Cardi Missy B, Missy Elliott, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> 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 Remy Ma. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Young and May. Okay. I can respect that. Why did they put I Young and May know, in the, the male category? I only know. I only know. Ooh. Out of transgenders. <laughs> <laughs> I only know. Ooh. Whatever the that is. The dildo ain't working. Um. The dildo ain't working. That's. I would. I would. Because I'm. I would love to see Cardi B win because I just love her. Like Jim, we on the same page. She my... got no, no, I don't think she's gonna win. I think Remy Ma is gonna take it. Yeah. I think so too. Or Nikki. Uh, it's either Nikki or, or Remy. Remy. They kill it on purpose. Look, Look, I'm gonna use my Fifth Amendment right on this one. You please no. <laughs> I plead the fifth. You don't wanna. Man. You don't think any of them deserve. Uh, okay, for this yeah. year. And maybe yes, last year. Look, I heard. Look, Remy I heard Nikki just paid somebody's yeah. tuition. Yeah, she's. Oh, so listen. So because of that, I'm going with Nikki. Um, okay, so one of like our her, viewers said that Nikki's tuition. gonna take it. Um, this is a joke. That's what this well, is. Well, maybe it might be a joke. I mean, yeah, it's I either it's between Nikki or Remy. Remy. But no, I'm going with Remy, and I'm I'm gonna go with Remy because like Remy came back hard, like she just got um, out of jail, and she like did she her thing. It. Yeah, she, she did her it. thing. Her yeah. and Fat Joe's album did and okay. She's a married woman I too. Like shout Fat out Joe. to yeah, Remy. No, shout out to Black Love because her and Papoose, they give me hope. They give me hope. You gotta have. Never mind. Let me not just. Yeah, he gotta have not, the good good because he's not that hot. Let's not have, let's not not have Remy walk up but in the good, But the good good will keep you there for a long time, even when you shouldn't be. <laughs> even when you shouldn't be. Yo, he was waiting to watch she was in jail. Like, that is yeah, crazy. For like three, yeah, but, okay, wow. so one of our viewers said her and Fat Joe's album did terrible. Well, if you listen to Fat Joe and Remy back in the day, their yeah, album's back. actually pretty damn good. <laughs> but we're not but, talking but about back wise. in the days. We're not talking so about back gonna, in the days. So wait. Are we gonna decide somebody, or we're just gonna say it's either Nikki or Remy? You said Remy. I'm going with. I would I'm love Remy. Remy. Nikki or Remy. I would love Cardi though. I would love Cardi. He's, he he plays the fifth. We we Remy. we talk about straight up hip hop. Straight up hip hop. Yeah, Nikki or Remy. Who do you see taking it? Remy. Remy. Okay. Remy. So cool. Yeah. All right. So lastly, what I got here is best new artist. I got Twenty One Savage. I got Cardi B. And what's poppin'? Why did they put Chance the Rapper out here? He been out here for years. Sass. And then Khalid, Young, young M.A. Why did they put Chance the Rapper in this? This, You know what? Let me to do be my honest, research. No, Chance the Rapper has actually been out. I feel like they put him in Best New Artist like last year or something. Someone nominated That is an easy artist. award that he's gonna get. Like, I feel like, yeah, Chance... Chance the Rapper probably will definitely win that, but at the same time, he's not really a new artist. I feel like he's not necessarily a new artist. If if we eliminate Chance the Rapper, because I don't know how he made it to that category, I would personally say it would be between... 
Khaled is good though. Do you know who Khaled who? is? Khaled. DJ Khaled. No, no this Khaled. is Khaled. Um, send me your location. Uh, uh, no. Communication. No, oh. they were wrong for putting. Can I say this is just, this is just side note. They were wrong for putting Chance the Rapper in this because his first album was Ten Days that came out in 2012. He's not a new rapper. But he won a. The, what, he is, the Grammy, like he won two Grammys. Yeah, that's why it's kind of like he. How is he in that category? He might have had some new hits. No, they just they just gave it to him. Yeah, so if I think Chance the Rapper of, is gonna win, but if if he wasn't in this category, I honestly think Twenty One Savage would take it. Yep, just same. like one of our viewers just Savage? said. Yeah, yeah, our viewer, one of our viewers even just said like he has a lot of hits and hella features. Yep, like Twenty One Savage, I think he. Have you heard him? No. Twenty One, Twenty One, and and Jay Z shouted him out. Um, in a way, in, no way. in the Shining song, because he was like, 21 Grammys, I'm a savage nigga. 21 Grammys, I'm a savage nigga. So he like, Jay-Z shot at this nigga out. Like, so, if Jay-Z approves... <sighs> but Jay-Z approve? is a businessman now. He's just making money. I kinda, I'm going to give you a little snippet of what 21 Savage be talking about. Jay-Z is a businessman. Yeah, we He's talking just about trying to make now. some money. 21 Savage don't be talking about a gossip thing. 21 Savage talk about... Um, Fuck the royal had to had to pop that plan B. He says that in one of his songs. So. You know what I'm talking about? Some pure <laughs> shenanigans. But this is what the people like. This is what the people Yo, like. Shout right here. The, look, shout out to the people, man. Bitches in a match. Race so many rotten diamonds on me dancing. When you working hard in your money. How's that different from what every other stupid rapper is saying right now? Because he got mad. They're all saying the same shit. Diamonds, dozens, Percocets, Mollies. Aren't they all saying the same thing? Yeah, I had to make her eat a plan B. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just flexing on my ex, bitch. <laughs> I'm just flexing on my ex, bitch. Hey. I'm just flexing Yo, on my ex, he is the last rapper. <laughs> if you want to call him rapper, he is the last rapper I'm going to have What is this? I grew up to Nas. No, he's... No, they, well, like, rap is not that anymore. So Jay-Z, you can't even, you can't even compare that. What's going on in the game right, now? Um, I don't know. That's just what oh, music man. is. So, Yo, you think listen. 21 Savage... Yeah. No, Chance is going to take it, but if yeah. Chance wasn't there, 21. Yeah. So, that's all wow. I got for the music, and we got some motherfucking news. news. So, so, I mentioned before, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. Mental right. health is real. Especially for the black community. We act like somehow we're machines, and we're not yeah. susceptible to me- mental health issues. So, it's mm-hmm. important to be honest with ourselves and... Um, and, and seek some help and, you know, try to make sure that our mental health is where it needs to be. It's important. It's important. Yeah, we just, we just talked about Chris Brown. He needs, he has exactly some right. issues. Yeah. But um, just to get a little bit more, like, deeper, I don't know if you heard about this, but the kid from Cincinnati, the third grader, there's a third, oh, you're, you're not here. Okay, so a third grader in was Cincinnati. Bullied? He was bullied. He yep, committed suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. He hung that, himself that, that, in his bedroom with his and tie. And eight-year-old, like, Yeah, oh, that really hurt God. my heart. You it's know, like, I got a son, so. Like, yeah. I have, oh, mm. my God. Like, as Did you ever see the video at all? No, I didn't want to oh, see it. I, I, I watched it. He didn't, yeah. I mean, the video wasn't about him committing suicide, but it was, like, him getting bullied, and it was, like, yeah, he got bullied. He got pushed against a wall, and he um, passed out. Crazy is that he was passed out for eight minutes because ain't no teacher like recognized that he was passed out. But, and where um, was he passed out? In the bathroom. So what happened? A little boy he was bullying students. He was pushing kids all over the place in the bathroom. And then um, Gabriel went in for a handshake, maybe assuming that they were friends. And 
Gabriel's the boy who committed suicide. Yeah, and like, then Gabriel, so basically Gabriel got pushed to the wall, and then he passed out. He's, Gabriel's small. And then, crazy thing is, while I'm watching the video, is that, like, little kids were just going in and out the bathroom, checking out this passed out boy. And nobody po- Poking they, at they, him, they, like, they, if he was alive. And, but like, they kids. Yeah. Okay, but... I'm you're sorry, a kid, but, but I have a nine-year-old brother. Right. He would have, my brother would have contacted right. the teacher. You're right about that. They should know better, but the, they're the, kids, the, so it's the, kind of like the, the adults. The, the like, what adult? Yeah. What but, adult was like? Where is this wait, child? Y'all, y'all didn't see the video. This kid was laid out on the floor. I know, but I'm telling so, you, when kids, when you combine the adoles- the adolescent's brain with fear, rationale makes no sense. So to us, it might seem like why not just call someone. But to a kid, they probably it's like, oh the shit. Same. So I, I, I'm and not making excuses, crazy, but it's though. real. I, know, I, yeah. I, I agree, but what's crazy is that while I was watching this video, this footage, you can, I guess, a gym was right next to the boys' bathroom. You can see like the teacher opening the door, closing the door, while like in the bathroom you have a passed out child. So it took them eight minutes to get someone to actually realize that yo, like, there's a kid that's passed out. And then so. Long story short, he passed out. The, the school notified the mom, like, hey, your boy fainted. That's what they assumed. That's what they assumed. And this happened in January, just so you know. They assumed that, okay, you know what? He passed out. They notified the mom. And then the parents get footage of what happened, what really happened, months later. And they were like, this is the reason why it came out now, because, like, they didn't have footage of, like, what exactly happened to the child. They just assumed that he just fainted. And then when they actually saw the footage, they were like, holy shit, my child got bullied, and he did not tell me. And then it's like the mother put shit together, and they were like, yo, like, he was, pa- he passed out again after he came home. He complained of stomach aches, and she took him to the ER, and they were like, okay, you know what, his vitals are fine. But they didn't know, like, he got bullied, so they, didn't, they weren't looking at the right... They, 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 they didn't do they didn't did they didn't do the, the right the examination on the boy yeah. yeah so it's like they didn't know so now the school's investigation is just like that's fucked up like you, you're not gonna it's, give it's, i mean i don't know it's really it's really disheartening like i'm an educator and yeah, it's just really disheartening know. because you i couldn't work with even, kids like that right yeah and i couldn't even imagine like i couldn't even imagine one of my students regardless if i taught them or not in my building committed suicide you know what I mean? He did I couldn't. Home. No, but I'm yeah, saying, but I'm just saying, like, period. someone that I know, like a yeah. student, I couldn't even imagine that. And it's like, I complain about my boys. I speak, and I'm like, oh my God, they drive me crazy. But even if I like them or don't like them, when I notice that there's something going on, I'm like, yo, what's good with you? And I'm like, well, you like all your boys. You might not. I, I might not love them, exactly. I might not, not love like them all, but I do yeah. like and I do care about all of them. And even right. one student who. I really am not too fond of. I know there's something going on, right. and I Usually ask them what's good. Usually, kids exhibit behaviors which they've which picked is, up from yeah, somewhere. Yeah, which is it's weird. And I good. asked them what's good. I'm like, yo, what's good with you? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, all right. I'm like, that's cool. But I did sure refer him to the guidance. I'm like, uh, something's going on. Y'all need to speak to this kid because yeah, that's good. It's like the whole I don't know, like the whole committing suicide. And I just want to like highlight Thirteen Reasons Why. This, yeah, the Netflix series. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called Thirteen Reasons Why. It's oh, a Netflix wow. series. It is basically... I should watch it. Everyone's maybe, watching it I'll right now. I'll be honest with you, though. Lately, I've been trying to stay away from things that relate to size. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good thing. And there's so much we can take. Yeah. No, I think this is a good thing. It's an interesting um, series to watch. But I'll watch you know, it, though. And being that it's Mental Health Awareness Month, as Jen said, this story I is, worked on a lot uh, of mental health issues, oh, by the way. I oh, started, awesome. started in the school. Yeah. No, because mental health my is real. Job, people don't believe it. My first job... Uh, 
out of the system, well, my second job out of the system. Mm-hmm. I work for the Mental Health Association of New York. Mm-hmm. So I was working, with, yeah, I was working in Queens with young people who have all sorts of mental mm-hmm. health issues, severe, the mild. I'm a specialized yeah, so I've been with yeah, so even when they're not, yeah, so it's very personal to me. Classified. But this 13 reason why it's it's uh it's basically a, a girl she commits suicide and she needs 13 tapes leading up to the day she committed suicide and basically reasons giving reasons why she committed suicide and every tape is dedicated to someone yeah and is I thought it was an I thought it was a good series but I mean it I, was definitely dragged it was it was dragged but then I also wonder we see so many cases and and the media publicizes so much like suicide rates and so many of these cases and they don't ever publicize mm-hmm. get help Right. Speak to someone. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like suicide is 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 terrible, but it's it's so publicized that it almost normalizes for kids. If you're getting bullied. I school, agree. You know what? A way out. People committed suicide because. You think, think that's it, what the media is doing? I know. I, I definitely agree so, with her because where I'm at, I have a nine year old brother. Okay. Damn near helped raise him. Mazinga knows this. So it's like <laughs> she raised that child. Yeah, and my mom knows how to block media. She knows how to make sure that like. He focuses on school or whatever he enjoys. And for an eight-year-old to commit suicide, it's either in your household you know about that or you've seen it in the media. Because how do you doubt that you see that in your household? But you never fucking know. You don't know, but... Your well, her mom, his, his mom could be stressed out. His mom could be going through, like, physical abuse with his dad. You never know, but the fact that he could think to get his tie and hang himself, like, what as an that idea. And just like one of our viewers said, like, Facebook Live, that's been really popular yes. for kids. Yes. Well, that's yeah. played a role, so, like, positive and negative, so you know, Facebook, social media effects. Mark Zuckerberg has just recently hired 300 new workers simply their sole job is to watch people committing suicide. Because people internationally were killing their kids on yeah. fucking Facebook. So he just hired 300 folks just to do that to make sure that they can watch, you know. But to- listen, that's just my thing about. I mean, we weren't born in fucking the 2000s, so it's like I feel like these kids are just so consumed with media and like what society says. And I'm just so confused of how an eight-year-old can think of the idea suicide. to commit suicide. That is crazy. I I just can't like even when I was younger like. Ain't no kids talking about commi- committing suicide. I mean, yeah, when it comes to sexuality, that was a thing. Like, but when it comes to suicide, like an eight-year-old, you're in third grade. Yeah, but if you, at least if you pushed enough to the level where, you know, I, I, I don't know, I, I want to kill my, like, that thought. Like, I don't know. I, for me, I'm just like, it exists. I, he's not the first. He's, I mean, he's not the first. He's not. Yeah. But take. So the know bottom your line kids. is then now, what do we do about it? Like, no, you know your kids. Like know your kids, communicate with pay your attention. kids. Yeah, pay, pay attention. attention. Different signs. Exactly. Mental right. health. A lot of us real. don't pay attention now to what our kids are dealing with. We just like, oh, you know, whatever. Mental health is real. Like that's what real. we need to recognize. We gotta ask more questions to... as parents and yes. dig deeper and care about our kids. You can't just assume. Okay, he's fine. Oh, he fainted. Uh, no. What's really going on, it's honey? What's happening? Realize. You gotta dig for it because, yeah. of course, kids are secretive. Yeah, we gotta be parents, but, real parents. Yeah. That's the news I got. What you got going on? So, um, Harvard University, they are actually going to hold, yes, Harvard, Ivy League, they're going to hold their first ever black-only graduation ceremony. That's interesting. Black-only? Only. Only. So, so, so segregation or what? Well, listen, I, I, when I first saw the, um, I should have known about this. When I first saw it, I was also like, what? Like, that's so crazy. uh, Before you get into it, can I ask you a question? Yes. So, 
similarly to almost all educational institutions, Harvard, what does that even yeah. mean of your says? I'm gonna explain, but your Harvard, Harvard, um, Harvard has benefited from slavery, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So does yeah, 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 yeah. this article connect? Yes, 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 yes. You're, 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 oh I'm my God, it. lady, again. If you want to get a drink with Jim, we have his information. Love you, Baba. <laughs> but um, let's pour you some more. But yeah, there's so there's a legacy of mm. slavery, yep. Harvard, um, racism, so and colon- colonization at oh. Harvard, which as an institution founded to retrain raising imperialist leaders, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is all true, and this is all true to Harvard. So they are trying to reclaim, right? Because there's a good amount of black people that go to Harvard, that get degrees from Harvard. So trying to like reclaim this Obama history. Obama graduated from Harvard Law School. Probably. Exactly, right? Yeah. So hey. this is the first one they're ever going to do. It's going to happen on May 23rd. There's more than 170 students and 530 guests that have signed up to this. When I first read this, I was just like, uh, there's going to be all black graduation that's a little bit weird Mm -hmm. but the thing is the event was crowdfunded by students who raised over $27,000 um and this year yeah students wanted it so it's like the students owned it and said you know what we need to have this this is something we need to have to represent us I have a question yeah I get it trust me I get it 100% but just the question is let's say if white people did it right I know the well, answer to that question because you feel me? The, the oppression no, comes from that one side. I don't know. I they get it, but I was just, they could not do but that. But I still think Why? it's something they're, they're to they're no. Why? No. Why? White people can't do that because they're not oppressed. That's it. No, White people it. can't I do certain it. things because right. they're not oppressed. Right. When you're not like, oppressed, you, you can't do certain so things. So the oppressor don't get to tell the oppressed how to grieve. Yeah, you can. But it's just something I still kind of wanted to think about because I believe in civic engagement. I thought it was ahead, backward segregation. Uh, I no, I think I thought it was because too, you always have to anticipate the right. opposition's the argument. Yes, yes. No, that's right? a fact. But so the thing right. is, because like, like we talked, we, we both went to a PWI and we had a black. Yeah, we had a our cultural center side, gave us a black graduation. Yeah, a black on the graduation. Side. On the but side. it was you guys both went to Maryland. Yes, yes. But we University had that on the Maryland side. That was like our Park. main commencement. Shout out to the Terps. Hey, y'all down with the whole. We're from New York. We don't really do that here. But y'all do the Greek thing? Huh, oh, well, huh. yes, we are Greek. Sisters, um, line, line, sisters. Yeah, we're, we're Deltas. Oh, we're Line Sisters. Shout out to you. Hey, Deltas and Theta Sorority Incorporated. Hey, have a bye chapter. In New, York, we just got real, in New York City, we just got real gangs. Either you in the gang or you go to college. There's no Greek in anything. Yeah. I mean, okay. No but, but no, but back to like the actual, you know, the graduation. I yeah. thought it was something segregated too until I heard that the, the students... Um, fundraise the money to do it and the thing is at this year it's the first year they're doing it right they're kind of doing it to like reclaim this institution is built on a lot of slavery yeah. and kind of like pushing forth just like america overall exactly that's how i feel i'm just like okay yeah, harvard, harvard, harvard like is a smaller picture oh of my gosh you're the first one but the I, I mean i understand but it, they they're no they raise money and the black kids did it right now it's of only open i know but listen jen it's it's a political statement that's what it is at the end of the day it's a political statement and this year it's only open to graduate students but they're hoping that next year they can open it to like the undergraduates okay, cool. and it and it comes right now at a heightened time where like there's been a lot of racism across campuses happening well yeah okay? i mean look you got the chief of racist in the white house you yeah, got you got Steve Banning in the White House, who's an outright white supremacist. So, yeah, I mean, racism has never, it ain't going anywhere. 
now yeah. it's just in the forefront. I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's interesting, and I'm I'm really looking forward to see what happens, what moves forward. It is really interesting. And think about it in the same way, and I want to just connect it to make it a little bit more connectable to you, Jen. The same way we have our we had like our Nimburu shots and Nimburu Culture Center University of Maryland College Park. Shout out. <laughs> but how we had our like Nimburu through us through us the black graduation where we could have invited family members if we wanted to and they highlighted and celebrated the black members of the community. But what happens this at a black same, graduation? No, that's the, that's our main commencement though. No, it's not. They can oh, go to the not. it's not. They can go to the main commencement. This oh, is something okay. that they okay. threw okay. that they okay. fundraised and threw because they wanted to see their people and their community represented at this Ivy League that has this crazy background of like slavery and only promoting imperialist leaders, they want to say, you know what, we here. I thought it was. I thought it was their main commencement. No, no, it's not. That. They can go to the main commencement, girl. This is just something they're doing on the side. Okay. But um, yeah. I mean, so that's pretty much it. But we've been here. We've been chatting for quite some time. We got Jim Saint Germain. Yeah. Make sure you get his book, Stone of Hope. Stone of Hope. Pre-order it, right? Stone of Hope. Just go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble. This book is life changing. Um, I was very honest in the book. I. Kept as, it real, real. I kept it real. I was as realistic and as vulnerable as I could possibly be. And you know, writing a book of memoir when you're sharing your life with the world, um, there are things that you've went through, you've been through that you don't necessarily always want to share with people. But in order to write the best book you can possibly you. write, you have to be honest with folks right. because you I'm know we all been memoir. through certain things in life. I don't want everyone to know my yeah. business. So my Gosh. entire life is here. <laughs> But more importantly, our lives are in here because there is something in here that everyone, every individual has experienced in their lives. So again, A Stone of Hope, pre-order it, read it. It's, a, it's an amazing read. Um, it's a pace turner. And you're seeing me all over the place soon promoting yeah. it. And if so. they, where can they follow you at? Let them know where they can um, follow Facebook you. Facebook is Jim St. Germain, J-I-M-S-T dot G-E-R-M-A-I-N, Jim St. Germain. Instagram, Instagram is mm-hmm. Saint Germain underscore S T G E R M A I N underscore. Okay. Right, so follow so him. If you follow Zen and Jen, you'll see that they tag me on something, and I tag yeah. them also. So follow the kid, that's, man. That, that's good that you gave those directions out man. because right. they can find us. They can find you on yeah. our page. Follow so us. Yeah, and, and make and sure. Yeah, make sure you guys just follow us, subscribe. Definitely on iTunes. If you guys listen to us on iTunes, rate. Rate us, write reviews, give us feedback because we're definitely trying to interact with you guys. So. And you can follow us, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google, Google Play, Play New, all that. And on top of that, you'll definitely find Jim as well. Yep, JimSaintGermain.com too. Yes. So my website is up. Oh, and yes. Running. Yes, yeah. for the website. Who are you using to get your website together? Yeah. Who are you using? My publishing uh, when we go offline, let's, let's, let's talk about, about that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we already got to the topic. Yes, I know. We've been here. Jim is awesome. Thanks for chilling with us. Thanks for hanging up. We're hanging with us. Thanks for being here. But we, we are here to talk about. flight, by the way. So you guys are very special. That's why I'm here. Where you got I'm one? going somewhere with a little sun and sand for a few days. Are you going by yourself? Or you going to <laughs> No, I'm going by myself. Uh, okay. okay. Again, ladies, if y'all want to get a drink. <laughs> but y'all, y'all, we're here. They're gonna get me kicked out of the house. <laughs> we're now, here to talk about <laughs> my president is, is motherfucking black. black. Like, okay, we're talking about politics. Politics. We're talking about how we miss Obama. <laughs> how Trump is actually crazy. Y'all, 
how much y'all miss Obama right now? Can y'all just tell me like how y'all how much y'all miss him? So and why y'all miss him? I okay. Should I go? You no. wanna go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, well, what look. I gotta keep it real with y'all. Um, Trump, Donald Trump is the symptom of what America is. He's not the cause. So what he is doing now is what's been planned and laid out for him to do. If you're a white male with money, power, and privileges in this country, there's nothing you can't do. Trump is just showing us that that's what this country is about. Um, just think about that. This, you know, white, rich, male. You have he all the privileges so to do whatever. He is. He is an asshole. He is a it's buffoon. Not even that he, I th- I just but the bottom line is, look, look, what I'm saying is this. If we so. only focus in on a symptom and not the cause, this shit will happen again. This is what America is about. That's the bottom line. Yes, we had Obama for eight years. It was beautiful. It was cool. It was a journey. But the bottom line is that... Yes, eight years. Oh, my God, you're right. But the bottom line is that America is still America. So, though we've made a lot of progress and we have to keep going forward and we need to keep fighting for more, this, this is still America. So, what Trump is doing now to me is not a surprise to me. But do you miss, like, do you miss Obama? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, the guy was extremely intelligent. He was poised. He was he was the best version of ourselves in every sense of the way. But He was family-oriented. He had Everything scandals. you possibly think of. But let's not forget this also. Obama was also not perfect. I'm not comparing him to Trump, is, but there's certain, things, there's certain things he did yeah, I didn't agree with him about, right? Um, and that's that's the reality. I believe in that. I believe that I can love you and respect you, but if I disagree with you, I disagree with you. Which is I didn't a always fact. agree with a lot of his inter- international policies in the okay. Middle East and, and elsewhere. But nonetheless, you know, he's an amazing um, gentleman. He's extremely smart. He is what you want. <laughs> You know, I've been blessed to work with him and yeah. appointed by him and I'm do so a lot jealous. of things with him. So, so I just think, yeah. well, if I can quickly, be, yeah, before you ask your question, I just think back to like when I was a freshman, undergrad, and then you were 2013. The right? No, he came to Maryland to speak when he was trying oh, wow. to get his health bill, um, yeah. health care bill passed. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And I just remember like when he came out. Unreal, I don't huh? even know. I started crying. I didn't even know this was going to happen. I was like, oh, my God. And I mean, to see this, like, black man speak so eloquently, to be just such an intelligent person. I'm going like, to stop you. I'm going to stop you for a second, though. You know why I'm going to stop you for a second? Some viewers who are listening to us right now might think that, based on how you just phrased that comment, that black man only supposed to be eloquent. No, no, no. You're right. And you that's no. And that's so not what I mean. Two thousand. And, and no. I'm sorry. It's 2000 and motherfucking 17. I am sorry. No. You don't think that a black man can speak. Well, no, I'm saying no, we have to I be, be careful. No, I understand the way. I understand the way you're that's saying. That's what I mean by but it. But for me, There's okay. There's millions, thousands of eloquent black brothers. So you know. Well, let me rephrase. Let me let me rephrase what I was what I was saying. He was for him. To me, like just seeing in my lifetime a black man, right. the president gotcha. was amazing for me. Right. I literally remember being 17 and I was and pissed he was hell special. that I couldn't vote. He was special. And for him to come out and I mean, just speak like, I'm just, I miss having like an eloquent speaking president. Yeah, no, I exactly. miss having Before, someone yeah. that is intelligent, someone that when there is, and, yeah, yeah, when yeah, there's a right. crisis I happening, agree. that's going to make me say something that's going to make me feel safe. Right, bring I us miss together. That. Yeah. And I, again, I, I agree. I know that Obama didn't do everything perfect, hmm. but he just made me feel more secure, like in the country that I'm living in. He made me feel like 
you know what? Okay, he Things put in place right. the loan forgiveness, right. which is something that well, I'm look, studying. Look, in, fan, in all fairness to him, the presidents do not pass laws. They don't. Congress You're right. They the don't. Laws. Congress so passed the laws. But he, he pushed it. Yeah, he was he pushing pushed it, it. But he was dealing with a very obstructionist Republican Party. So they didn't want to push anything. All they wanted to say was no, 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 no. So mm-hmm. it was hard to, to govern in, in a state where, uh, you know, the opposition is not even willing to work with you. Politics and democracy doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. You need people to give and take. You need to compromise. When Republicans are sh- solely focusing on blocking everything, then it makes Obama's job a lot harder. Um, so, you know, in all fairness to him, certain things that weren't done was simply because of that. But yeah. on the other end, though, I'll say this. <laughs> The truth is, as much as I love and respect him, I feel like he could have done more for the little guys. I, I feel mean, like he could have pushed more. I mean, I truly feel that. That's where just my we're at we're right not gonna now. Get deep in it. I know where I we're know. at right now because I am not into politics like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what I see, like in a blurry ass motherfucking mirror, like versus Trump and Obama. Obama was for the people, and mm-hmm. Trump. It's for the rich people. So let's talk about let's talk about that's the first thing that like pisses me off right now is motherfucking healthcare. So when it comes to essential health benefits, what I found was that um, the AHCA allows the states to decide whether they can require insurance carriers to cover ten essential health benefits, and that's Trump's care. That's Trump's care. So it's like whereas with with Obama, it was like nah, they have to. It's it's a must. And just for viewers that don't know what the ten essential health benefits let me are. let me get y'all hip um, so the 10 essential benefits are emergency services hospitalization maternity and newborn care mental health and substance use disorder services prescription drugs rehabilitation laboratory services preventive and wellness services and pediatric services those all those services are a must motherfucking need let me say something really quick. So you said prescription drugs, and then you also said, um, yeah, facts. Thank you, viewer. That's healthcare, period. Like, you said prescription drugs, and then you also said something, um, laboratory services. So, yo, maternity um, care. Like, and maternity. So I'm just, if, if a state can decide, like, let's just say, I, I don't think New York State is ever going to say, like, no, they're not going to cover it. No, because but New York they, is a pretty it's liberal. liberal. Exactly. Yeah. But if they were for the case to say that, they weren't gonna cover it this past summer i was recently diagnosed with psoriasis a skin disorder and like the the um the medicine that i had to get i luckily whatever like got some waiver but if i did not that shit was a thousand dollars like i would have been just fucked up like that's wild if the state of new york was like you know what we're not about to cover cover your prescription drugs Medicine is mad expensive, dog. That's, That's some wild and shit. And people get, not even that, but people get pregnant. Like, right. what the fuck well, are you supposed to do? Well, there, there are a few things. People have so, cancer. The, the truth is that, though, as as the previous president mentioned himself, the Obamacare is not perfect. But nonetheless, I think it's closer to where we need to be. It's a fact. So, my thing is that why not try to improve upon the things that aren't perfect instead of destroying Taking the whole away. Thing, exactly. Right? Giving states the rights to cover Medicaid patients or not, when you have states where it's mostly conservatives, they're simply not going to cover the poor because they don't care about poor people. So, this bill, Trump's bill, what it does is that it's a transfer of wealth. Trump wants tax breaks. And healthcare is one third of our economy, mm-hmm. the economy that we have here in this country. So, what he's trying to do is transfer wealth from 
to the poor to the rich. So th- what he's proposing right now would cut $800 billion off of Medicaid. Wow. $800 billion. And low-key Medicaid is like the best health insurance you can get if you, if Especially you qualify if you're poor. for it. Yeah, yeah, if you qualify for people, it, yeah. Like, healthcare should not be a privilege. Healthcare is a right. Like, you, you heard sh- about uh, Miss... She made a mistake. She missed. She didn't. She didn't okay, okay. say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said. All right, thank you, thank you for clearing that up. No, Wait, no. for people that don't know, I really think she misspoke. She meant to say. What she well, said. she clarified it on ABC um, this morning. But what did she say? It. Just can what? you state what she said and then what she clarified? She said healthcare is a privilege. I'm so happy to have healthcare as a person who works for go- for, for the government. What she meant was healthcare should not be a privilege. I'm very fortunate that I have healthcare because I work for the government. Yeah. I think it should be something everyone has. So. That's what she meant. But the bottom line is that there is no reason why in the richest country on earth that folks should die. Babies and children who are born with pre-existing conditions should die. You should drink Jimmy Live show. Can I, can, since you said pre-existing conditions, I just want to also state another thing that Trump Care is going to do. So under Obamacare, they can't, um, like, hold you up to anything if you have pre-existing conditions. Right. They have to charge you the same rate. It's nothing. But, but yeah. this man... You can't deny someone coverage. You can't deny, and you can't deny coverage. Yeah. I guess he's still saying you can't deny someone coverage if they have pre-existing care. However, under Condition. Trump Care... Um, yeah, pre-existing conditions. Thank right. you. But under Trump Care, they can now charge you an arm and a leg if you have pre-existing conditions. Yeah, and the, the, which is kind of which is kind of fucked up. Like, it is. Because if you like, have conditions, like, you didn't, you you didn't create work. them. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about them. Let's say if you're a child who was born, who was born with like Sickle some cell. murmur or whatever it is. You didn't choose that, so why should you not be able to afford? But again, this goes back to the system we have here. We have a capitalist society, so um, again, we put profit over humanity. So I think what's important is this, though. Let's not forget. Politicians uh, pay attention to two things. Money, numbers. They pay attention to how much money people have. Because the more money you have, the bigger voice you have in the political mm-hmm. arena. That's a fact. The other thing they pay attention to is how many people show up to vote and hold them accountable. Because mm-hmm. the money allows them to buy votes. So if we as the community are not involved in engaging politics, then everything that we're crying about now, we're complaining about, Don't it's all bullshit. Nothing. doesn't yeah. mean shit. We're not voting. We're not speaking about the issues. We're not yeah. donating. Not we're not doing shit. So all we're doing is just talking. Mm-hmm. Then why the fuck should they care about us? Right? Politics is all about... It's, look, it's just like life. There's a pie on the table, and everyone is trying to get a slice. There's but so much in that pie... So those who will get are those who are actually at the table. If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Most of the time, that's what happens. I like so, that analogy. Jimmy again, we have to be involved. And all politics are local. It doesn't have to be all about what's happening in Washington and Capitol Hill. All politics are local. We have to be focused on city races, school boards, states and local governments. Those things matter. We have to be engaged and involved. We have to let mm-hmm. our voices be heard. We have to mentor young people. Like, we have to be a part of this process. Other than that, they will continue to win and we'll continue to just be here complaining about them. Trump has power, but (laughs) if he doesn't have Congress to go along with him, it's hard to pass anything, right? So... Next year, there's the midterm election. What are we doing about it? Are we going to go people out don't go the road and vote during those? You know that? Pe- people don't really vote during those. And that's a those. problem. That's a problem. So what we have to do is that we got to get people out there to vote. Vote. Well, I have, a, I have a quick people. question. Because yep. I know, like, I definitely vote every time that I can vote. 
And I, like I said, that's the one thing I always Look, I always vote. Can. But can is not an option. No, no, no. You, I you always vote. This, no, I'm saying whenever I can. It's saying like whenever there's an election, I right. always right. vote. Right. Well, I but you. the question is. Uh, like I already, not a voter. I already confessed. You gotta be a voter. Um, yeah. I, no oh, for, can I, I say one thing? People for Jen? force okay. me. No, 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 Jen. Think about this. You have people like Dr. King, Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, Mega Evans, people who literally gave their lives just so you can be able to vote for them. Like they mm-hmm. willingly gave up their lives. Like they, they said, right. you know what? I know I'm gonna die. But I want to die so Jen will be able to vote 50 I years from now. So to not vote is to really disrespect their is, legacies and what they have sacrificed for us. I don't want to give excuses. I don't want to do any of that. But being in a raw, I'm just thinking those my parents, being right. in a raw first-generation family household. Right. My parents never, like, taught me about politics. My parents never told me about, like, what's going on in Look, society. I'm, but wait, wait, just, just listen to me. I'm sure so, this sounds well, harsh, but... But, well, yeah, but, but listen to where I'm at. But at the same time, for me, personally, I feel like when it comes to the government, like, they don't include people like me into the knowledge of what's going on. So, it's hard for me to really understand, like, what's going on. One of the voters had a question, uh, one of our viewers no had a question. Trump. They were like, you black, why you supporting Trump? If you don't vote, that's what people said. If you don't vote this election, then you basically voted Trump. for Trump. Yeah. So, and I and, and now that, like, the elections are over, like, I understand that, mm-hmm. but it's... I Yo, wish but, I was not 40 as... Like, but, <laughs> Yo, 40, you late, man. Chuck <laughs> is up with you, bro. <laughs> uh, I he's think he's been, he's been here. He's oh, been okay. in and out. Well, look, look, here's the thing, Jen. I hear you, <laughs> and I'm on board with you, but all that shit you just said is bullshit. Bottom line is that. People, but how am I, if people, I don't, if I don't know, right, how am I going to vote? Now you know. I mean, and that's why we did this, because I, if I if I did not know what's going on in the government, why am I going to vote? Like, but I'm Jen, not about to vote. Jen, just Jen, I was going to say that. I know a, I go but, and vote. Look, I can't, I agree, look, I can't look, be I agree with you, but, but, but here's the first thing you do. No one is asking you to be an expert on politics. Right, no one is asking you for that. I just all, go and vote for the Democrats all the time, even see, if I don't. But, 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 but that's, 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 not, that's, that's not good. Exactly. exactly. So, like I'm not, I don't want to be one of person just look, to hop on. I'll be like Democrat, yeah, Democrat, no, 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 Democrat, no, no, Democrat, no, no, Democrat. No, 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 no. I don't want to be like that. Okay, here's what you do. Look, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be a, a political junkie like I am. But at least know the basics, the issues. Okay. Right. So, for example, right now, where do you live? I live in Crown Heights. Yeah. Alright, so you live in Crown Heights. Yeah. You should know you should know who your council member is, who represents your city council. You should know who's the assemblywoman or men. You should know who's your state Ain't Tawana, senator. Is Tawana still like for Crown Heights? Tawana? Who's Tawana? Oh, never mind. Diana Richardson. But <laughs> I'm not voting! Like, I don't know! You have, you have to vote. You have to vote. So so hit me out real quick though, Jen. I like Tawana. And, and look, and to all the to all the viewers, you should know who your council member Assemblywoman, all men, state senator, a member of Congress, and you should know who your state senator is. These are basic things that you should know. That's all. Like, and just learn about the issues, little things. Like, for example, why is there trash on my street? Why is the trains are not running on time? Right? Why? Why the metro cars are constantly going up? Why the schools that are in Brownsville are not as, you know? funded as the schools in Park Slope. Mm-hmm. These are important things because eventually one day I'm assuming you'll have a child and you're going to want the child to have the the, the the most decent and the most, you know, 
appropriate educational opportunities available. And if you don't know these things, it's hard to really advocate for that child. So look, again, no one is expecting you to become the next Michelle Obama overnight. But there's certain things you should just know. I mean, you were extremely smart, mm-hmm. college graduate. We should know at least the basic issues, mm-hmm. and we should know who represents it. Look, Jen, do you pay taxes? Yes, you pay taxes in New York so State. So you're right with the fact that someone, just think about this logic for a second, right? The Boston uh-huh. Tea Party o- occurred over this shenanigan. There was some group of folks, of people, or governmental officials, who literally get to take money out of your check even before you see it. Are you okay with that? What if I walk in here every time you get paid, before you touch that paycheck and I take $100 out? Would you just be fine with that? Want to know who I am, I what mean, I represent, I, I what I stand for? I would not be for? fine with that, but like, I just never had, like, politics was never a, like, a, a thing I for got me. You. Like, I right, just so, don't, like, I just... So, all right, so I got you. So, so we're going to move from that. But I'll tell you this, though. At some point, we got to break the cycle. So when you have a yeah. child, you'll be able to let that youngster know this is important, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because who knows? Your son might be the president one day. I mean, speaking of youngsters, when it comes to education, it looks yeah. like the Trump gun let go. Look, it just, popped, it just popped on my phone now. Trump is trying to cut public education. So but can I speak about, on it? About let girls learn? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me speak on it. Um, so I'm an educator, right? So I'm a teacher um, for New York City Public Schools. Yeah. So with Shout out Trump, to all the teachers, by the way, man. The facts. We, last week was just Teacher Appreciation Week, so let's clap it up for yeah. that. Clap it up really quick. Public school teachers. Look, there will be no CEOs, no, no anything with our teachers. So... You know, and y'all put in work in real right? work too. Y'all dealing with our yeah. knuckleheads. That's a y'all. fact. That's a fact. But um, <laughs> so with Trump's um, plan for education, he's basically planning on t- removing or taking away nine point two billion dollars from education, which is completely wild because there's so much deficiency in the education system across America. That's one. And, like, students are just super deficient. So his budget plans um, to remove $2.4 billion in grants for teacher training. And if teachers are not trained to be good, then how can they produce good students? Um, And also, he's going to remove $1.2 billion in funding for summer and after-school programs. It is highly... It, it just happens now. More than likely, you're going to have a student that's coming from a single-parent household. So those summer programs and those after-school programs are very beneficial for parents, working parents, right, working single parents. So for him to remove that is going to just completely affect just how people are going to work. Um, and it's also going to eliminate funding for around 20 departmental programs that they quote-unquote say are not effective or like duplicates of other programs that can be done in the school. Um, just... Yeah, so in addition to eliminating the, for when we're thinking about higher education, so um, addition to like eliminating supplemental educational opportunity, which offers need-based aid to around 1.6 million low-income undergraduates each year, right? So he's taking that away. He is also, he wants to significantly reduce federal work study. And me, when I went to college, like, my first job, like, was federal work study. I had to call, like, crying, trying to speak to the president so, of the thing to get federal work study. So for them to take that away, I feel some type of way. So now let's go back to the conversation we just had. Again, here's this man who's in office who's willing to take away things that we've personally benefited from, mm-hmm. which we know our youngest sisters, brothers, whoever may benefit from eventually. How do we speak up about that? So no, my, I, I know, my friend just that. actually wrote me and said, look, shout out to her, by the way, Bubba. What she said to me was, look. Bubba? Bubba. Don't worry about it. 
He loves you, Baba. Don't worry. I'm, I'm clearly the one trying to ruin your relationship. Yeah, My bad. <laughs> um, but the, the thing is that I think when people hear the word politics, they constantly get like afraid. It's like sounds extremely difficult. I don't want to be a part of it. And politics is very negative. It's a blood sports, right? So sometimes I'm not. I don't blame people for like I don't want to deal with this nonsense. But the point she made was. We are, we are involved in politics on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Everything you do is politics. Perfect example. In the office at work, there was a co-worker who uh, looked at you the wrong way and said something to you, say something about you to the boss, right? Deep inside, you want to slap the side of her head, but you know that if you do that, you'll get fired. So instead, you probably approach her and say, hey, look, I know perhaps you feel a certain way about such and such and such, but you know, can we not take this to the next level? Or perhaps you approach the boss and say, look, I know so-and-so don't like me, but this is my workplace. This is what I do. You know, there's no need for me to See, really I get into that. Get into that's that. politics. I, I don't even, like, I wouldn't even do that. Like, but that's politics we, in a different it. way. Yeah, but um, what I'm saying is that let's, no, just, I, I let's hear remove what you're the word politics away and just think that, look, let's do this. We're going to alternate, right? We'll take away politics and we'll put being involved and caring about our community. If you care about your people and your neighborhood, your community, that itself, in a way, is just being involved in politics. You advocate. You want the world to be a better place. You want your reflection and your views and your philosophies to be, you know, in the, in the White House or in the, in Congress. See how so my head goes is that I ju- I'm just helping people because I want people to have a live a better life and I want people to be happy. That's exactly right. But if you want people to be happy and live a better life. Policymakers, politicians—they're the one who has the power to do that. Policies, okay. but they work for us. That's the other thing to not forget. Trump, all these fuckers work for you. Guess who pay taxes? You pay taxes. So be mindful of that. If someone works I for know. you, you want to know what they're doing. They take so much money doing. from us. I'll be trying no, to I, figure out. I earned that money. I, I should tell deserve you, like, it. Since I've been living in New York City, I've never seen so many taxes just be taken That's out. Exactly like, right. City, state, 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 state federal, everything. SSI, so, I mean, Social Security. So, yeah. So, you know, you, if, if folks are putting their hands in your pot and they, they taking away your ability to be happy, right, and to live a decent life, then it's only right that you, you want to have a voice in that decision-making process. But See, like, how, how I move is, like, the little things always matter to me. Like, for example, like, But the Trump, little things big lead to they the do. big things. And I want to tell you, like, it really hurt me that Trump let go Let Girls Learn. Yep. And Let Girls Learn helped 62 million girls right. internationally, and it gave them opportunities to, you know, have, be a part of leadership camps, to be a part of mentorship programs, have the ability to have access to school libraries. Like, for Trump to let that go, it's like, you got really full of people because... Right He's now, cause, cause, like, the kids, these girls yeah. are our future. Boys or girls, they're our but future. But that's not his future. He doesn't give a fuck about that. The and thing that's is, what, right his, now, his kids, his kids are like rich and set. They're going to go to yeah. private school. And the only way to fight back, the real way to fight back is to be involved. And right now, resist. what Trump's administration is basically doing, they're trying to take all this money that they're taking away from like programs that and are proven to work. To the 1%. They're, yeah, to this whole idea of school choice with public and private schools and the idea of charter schools and that is going to lead up to they're basically they want to spend 1.4 billion dollars to expand vouchers for people to go to these public and private um, schools leading 
up to an eventual $20 billion a year in funding, all for this school choice. And the idea around school choice is that they feel as though parents can choose the best option for no, their, they, for they their students. But the reality of it is... They can't. This is it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. The I reality... I yesterday. The reality of it is, and I feel like I can definitely speak on this as an educator, there are certain places in the world where it's like, because of geographics, because of just situate like you cannot literally I want of course I want I want to fucking work in a school where all the kids want to learn yes. where all the kids are having all, kids all the resources well no 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 I'm just saying there's all the you're right all the kids do want to learn but where it's like learning is is a culture that's built in and they're like yes, yes I'm about to go and sit and I'm about to strive and push for this where there's a limited amount of resources I'm a special ed teacher I work with students with disabilities like I do not have resources for my kids you understand so like you telling me school choice, that's the school that they can go to because they have to be transported and they cannot, they're, they're, they can't wake up all these hours early to go to this other school. You know what I mean? But you're not giving us the resources that we can provide for these kids. So it's like, and the idea is programs go. go. It's like this idea is we're going to let kids go to the school that they want to go to. So what happens to the schools that people don't want to go to? And Forgotten? It, it brings me speculation because... Last year, the White House committed, on a, on a private sector, they committed $5 million towards the Bill Clark. In total, it would have been a $1, million, $1 billion program, and now it's gone. So where is this money going? To that school choice bullshit. So it's, it's like... funneled elsewhere. And yeah, then, elsewhere. Yeah. Also yeah, but, again, but again, remember what I talked about earlier? It's a pie that's on the table. Everybody's trying to get a piece of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're not at the table, you're certainly on the menu. <laughs> so again, how do you get on the table? Get involved. You have to be involved. That's and true. there's so many different ways to get involved. Mentoring a younger person, you know, voting and learning the issues and speaking about the issues. These are steps you can take to, to make a difference. That's true. That's true. So we touched on it a little bit before. You talked a little bit about taxes. Yeah. And, um... We want to just kind of speak about, like, Trump's tax reform that he had. Mm -hmm. So, I have to be honest. Like, as I was going through and doing research, like, I'm reading it, but I'm not 100% clear on exactly what he's saying. So, his idea, the goals that he has He's not clear about it, neither. All right, he's not clear about it. No one even knows what the heck Because it's so confusing, right? Yeah, he doesn't know. All he knows is that he wants more tax breaks and more money for the the rich, right? His philosophy is the more you give to rich people, the more jobs you create, and therefore the better it is for the average person. But that has not been um, proven to be true. The more money you give a lot of wealthy people, sometimes the more they spend it overseas, right? The more they hide it in these... Mm. um, The other banks. Right, the Swiss banks' accounts. The more they buy shit like arts and boats. These things create jobs. So his philosophy in terms of spreading wealth from the bottom to the top... It seems confusing, right? Okay. All right. I thought I was bugging out. It's not confusing to him because it's beneficial to him. He's trying to give himself a tax break because he's a billionaire. Okay. At least a less billionaire. I was... All right. Cool. So, Jim just... Like, he basically is like this... This It's not confusing. He don't really know. Like, where we're... Me and Jen researching this shit. We're confused as fuck about his tax reform. But he's confused as well. He is. So, what do you think But he's clear about one thing, though. He knows that he would rather transfer wealth from the bottom to the top. Insane is that the wealth in the wealth gap, right, right, economic inequality in this country is at the worst it has ever been. The average CEO makes, I think, a hundred times more than what the average worker makes. 
So the the wealth income equality it's just insane, it which it's is why weird. a lot of people are just, yeah it, that's it it's either you're extremely poor or you're extremely well. And the people in sh- between are are left out. Yeah, I want to let y'all know I yeah. was doing some research with the New York Times and they had an article about the winners and the losers yeah. from the tax plan. So winners businesses with high tax rates. So if you own a corporation, yeah, you win. Yeah. All right. So that's the first one. Um, upper middle and well, for when it comes to losers, upper middle income people in blue states, Democratic states, are the losers. So in reality, like if you live in a state that has tax that has high taxes right now, like you're just gonna continue to pay high taxes, maybe even higher. How do you, how do you feel about that? Well, I, look again. I think that's that, where I fall. I'm gonna be poor forever. I think that <laughs> that's how I feel. his right. tax plan. And what Republicans from Congress want is to simply transfer wealth from the rich to the poor. That's so sad, man. I mean, from the poor to the rich, yeah. right? Um, so, how does that create jobs? How does that help the middle class? How does that help the folks who are at the bottom of the ladder? It doesn't. But again, these cronies, and that's what that's what I mean, you know, the cronies. I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> um, they went over from, a few people's exactly. Heads. They steal from the bottom and give to the top. So. There's no, there's but 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 why would you be surprised though? Trump has been in this business all his life. Yeah, he's always trying to get tax breaks. He's always been advocating for more wealth. I feel for like himself. he's he's running America like it's a piece of land that That's he exactly owns. Right. And he's like he's running he's like, like his one you're of his saying companies. something against me. You're fired. You're yeah. fired. How dare you? Just don't tell them. You told Look, them you're fired. There is no more. There's no, <laughs> nothing less to say. What you're saying right now is basically how he's running America. Um, like one of his own businesses, so and then that's why we fuck. No, nah, for real, because what I also saw from the New York Times was that like the rich people are the ones that are going to be beneficial because it says here the plan would reduce the top rate on individual income tax. Now, thirty nine point six percent for income around four hundred and seventy thousand dollars for a married couple. I don't think Trump realized that's a lot of motherfucking money. For well, two individuals. Look, I, I close it out by saying this. Warren Buffett, one of the richest individuals in the world, who would actually benefit from Trump's tax proposal and this health care bill came out flat out and said, look, this piece of legislation is dangerous. It's not good for this country because what it will do is it will take from the poor and the middle class and give to people like myself, billionaires. And this does not help to grow the economy. So, you know, I think that's that's just the bottom line of what we need to remember. But look, the other thing is this, we cannot speak about the issues without thinking about the solutions. Mm-hmm. Next year, 2018 midterm elections, a lot of the people will be on the ballot. A lot of members of Congress, Republicans, will be on the ballot up for re-election. So we need to get out there and make some noise, go mm-hmm. to these states, toss-up states, um, purple states where that can be flipped and help turn out and get people to come out and vote who support dollar generals and their philosophy. So, New York is probably always going to go towards the Democrats, right? So, what we need to do is we need to go to states like Ohio, Florida, you know, Maryland. States that you know are up for grabs, right? So, Mm -hmm. it's important. New Jersey, it's important for us to go out there and make noise and and trying to flip some of these seats so we can stop this guy from doing all this fuckery and this nonsense he's involved in. So just like on a quick note, because real quick, because we have a game after this, Russia and North Korea. 
yes so all right so the whole russia like yesterday was like a super big cnn day for like the whole russia you know he's been plotting with russia from even during the election yeah well look there's no doubt about it i think my four-year-old son can tell that trump has been cocooning with russia there was no that's exactly right he doesn't want to show his tax returns He's not willing to allow a, an independent and uh, an investigation go on. He recently asked James Comey to, to stop. To stop, right? right. He wants Look, him. Michael, Michael Mike Flynn, Flynn is a good guy. Just yeah, let Ma- it go. Mike Flynn interfered and has been uh, involved with Russia. Mike Flynn took hundreds of thousands of dollars from Turkey. Um, some of his other advisors, um, um, Manafort, who ran his campaign for few months was also a foreign agent for Russia and different companies. He was doing business with them and making money with them. So, look, there was too much smoke around this guy for us not to find something. Do you think he'll be impeached? Impeachment is such a high bar. It's really to, it's really difficult to get the opportunity to impeach a president, especially when that president's party is running Congress. Because remember, Bill he got impeached. No, he didn't. He, well, the process started, but he didn't. He, 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 didn't. he um, resigned before yeah. he was impeached, right? No, Bill, fi- he finished his term. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm thinking That's of Nixon. Um, thinking of yeah, Nixon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nixon. Nixon he resigned before yeah, impeachment. He was impeached. Remember, <laughs> impeachment can only be done by Congress. Mm-hmm. And if your party is in power, it's almost impossible that your own party will impeach you. They're well, just not going to do it. This is the question. They I should have. do it, but they won't do but it. So, yeah, so impeachment is a high bar, but. Again, I hate to go back to this. If you flip Congress next week, you flip the House and the Senate, then an impeachment is very likely because you have Democrats in power. In power, yeah. yeah. Right? Well, let's make so, it happen. Um, well, my question about. is, because Putin now is on some, like, I'll give the tapes. I'll let you guys know what's going on because he didn't say anything. Well, first of all, is he, is that Vladimir Putin is extremely smart. He's brilliant. He's been in this business for a long time. Mm-hmm. Trump has... Trump, Trump is no match for him, so he's playing chess while Trump is playing chess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you, think, so, do you think he's playing us? Of course, uh, yeah. why not? That's he's what, trying to, look, I feel like he's trying to get wait, leverage what, for U.S. That's what we've been doing like to everybody else. We've been playing everybody else. That's what the U.S. do. Let's not act like we're some... Yeah, let's not act like we're some innocent... You know, that's what we've been doing. What, what we do is we top off governments, we flip governments, we support dictators, we overthrow governments, we... That's what we do. That's America's business, you know. So all of a sudden, the tables have turned, and now we we fighting and arguing about it. How many elections we've interfered in? Let me tell you something. Right. So again, I'm sorry to keep it real, but this is nothing new. This is nothing. But I am only keeping it real with Zen and Jen, so I got to keep it official. No, I got to keep it one hundred. So, but look, off no. of the Russia stuff, because we also have niggas trying to blow us up. I don't want to laugh, but I have to laugh. And, and you know what's crazy? Like, the United States is like, oh, yeah, like, the missile didn't get to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they trying. Yeah, well, here's the thing. We don't have no solution for North Korea. The only solution... <laughs> they true. leader is I'm going to tell you. Look, the only, the only solution we have is to bomb them. If we bomb them, it's we over. might have World War Three. No, for real. And, like, so, I don't think Trump realizes look, the that. the other thing is this. When World War Two occurred, there were just a few countries who had powerful guns and bombs and nuclear weapons. Now, now it's like a everybody. Lot of countries yeah. have that shit. 
and you don't want to have another World War III because you might not have a war, right? So, but here's the thing: only China has power over North Korea because China yeah, is yeah, North yeah, Korea. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're trying to use that. Yep. They're trying to use that. Um, China, he's been communicating with China and Japan. Yep. Right? China is North Korea's number one trading partner. So everything the North sells and receives is mostly from China. So without China, they cannot. The economy would certainly crumble because most international countries, uh, most countries can't do business with them because the United States were able to get the UN to pass certain laws and mm-hmm. um, uh, sanctions. Where most co- some countries still do little business with them under the table because there, there's always a loophole. But in reality, most countries are not supposed to do business with North Korea. But China. Like, fuck that, China is still doing business with them. They get a lot of electricity from China. They get some of the technologies from China. And they also provide a lot of um, cheap labor to China. So the only way for us to get to North Korea is through China. So right now, though, what we're doing is we're using this sort of, like, um, isolationist kind of philosophy where we're pulling away from the world. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like America first. We're not going to be involved in geopolitical um, fight. So China is now inserting its power. So China just came out with its platform for the international community, where now it's involving it. We have it has like a, a billion dollar trade proposal out there where it's involving with trade with Southeast Asia, Africa, all over the world. So what we used to do in terms of going over and promoting America, as we were retrieving back to our corner, China is actually taking over that role. So China is becoming the United States. China has a lot of money right now. It has a lot of power. They have a whole they billion people. So do you think... Yeah. So do they're you doing think, their thing. Do you think we should be worried about this North Korea stuff? Like with of, the missiles? Of course you should be worried. Yeah. Well, do you think a missile will ever get yeah. hit from them? Well, no. Right now, at this moment, North Korea has not uh, been able to develop a warhead that would reach the yeah. United States. But do I think that they're making progress and they're getting closer and closer Japan, and closer? Japan, the, the sea of Japan, they've got right. that Right, they can get that far. But Japan also wouldn't want that to happen. Yeah. South Korea wouldn't want that to happen. But South Korea has a president right now who's actually willing to sit down with North Korea. He's new, right? Oh, okay. hey, he just got elected, like, not too long ago. But ain't um, South Korea the ratchet one? No, the, the it's in North Korea. North Korea. Yeah, North Korea. It's, it's been always been ratchet. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. South yeah. Korea's, we're the cool Yeah, but ratchet, is all, it all depends on who you're asking, right? Because to the well, world, we might be the ratchet. Yeah, no, you're we're right. But we're saying, shit and we're saying like everywhere. South Korea, you could go so, to South Korea. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. cannot go to North Korea. Because we sanctioned them, just like we did to Cuba for a long time. Yeah. Right? Basically, if you don't follow our rules and guidelines, we don't like you, we sanction you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's important to pay attention to these things. But, um, you know, I think right now they keep continue to kick the can down the road. I just don't like how they're not informing us of well, but there's but so much they can tell you because remember, some of these things are classified information. If they mm-hmm. tell the public, then North Korea would also know about it. Well, Donald Trump yeah. be telling Russia classified information. Of course he but, does. You know, but Donald Trump is, is a bozo. Right? He's the number he's one bozo clown. in the country. He's that a guy, clown. He, look, he's read, <laughs> the only book he read in his life was his own book. He doesn't know shit about anything. So it's funny that you bring that up because we actually have a president who is a celebrity and who be on Twitter. His Twitter fingers be so on and popping. Right. And we got a game for play. Trigger finger so trying to Twitter finger. Gonna... <laughs> you get embodied by orange. By a celebrity, yeah, nigga. Orange something. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to pass this around. We're going to read a, a tweet. Trump on Twitter. So what, what do I do? do I so read it? we have this cup filled of some of like Take his tweets, it? whatever tweets. We're just going to read it and laugh. <laughs> 
So what's his what's the tweet you pulled out? The Jim? Freedom Caucus will hurt the entire Republican agenda if they do not get on the team. In fact, we must fight them and bend in 2018. Damn, he's picking a fight with the Freedom The Freedom Caucus, by the way, you guys familiar with the Freedom Caucus? Inform us and so, the listeners. And in the House, you have three types of Republicans. You have the moderates, mm-hmm. you have the establishment. The establishment are basically they've been in office for a long time. Okay. They're conservative, but they're also practical. So if you say, look, let's build roads and bridges, although it might not be a conservative item, they mm-hmm. say sure, if it's gonna bring jobs, we'll go for it. The moderates are like, you know, they they'll think they, more about they, stuff. Right. They they might want a tax cut. But they're not against, like, LGBT issues. They're not against, like, um, uh, I don't know, whatever other issues Mm -hmm. that's out there. The Freedom Freedom Caucus Caucus are, like, extreme conservatives. They ain't fucking with nothing. So they're the ones who first blocked his um, um, Trump care shit because they're like, this shit costs too much money. They want low spending. They want conservative, religious Values. So in, in not some budget. ways, they yeah. they kind of were more beneficial to the Democratic Party. Yes, that's okay. exactly right. Makes but sense. Don't get it wrong though. They're not, they're not on the same team as the Democrats, <laughs> but however, they're not willing to go. Just with, do whatever he's saying. That's exactly that's right. That's funny. That's right. funny because he's always throwing shots at like people. But yeah. Adam or Dap, I have to say that with his tweets. Trump Black be funny, be huh? dapping the shot of people like yeah, he be adding the shot of people. He's like, like a hood gangster dude. Nah, facts. Like if he doesn't like it, he'll straight up go at you. Oh, I can't. Let's pull from the cup. Okay, I got um this. I think is like one of the more decent ones. Congratulations to our great military men and women for representing the United States and the world so well in the Syria attack. Now. I personally don't agree with the Syria attack. I don't either. I don't agree with it, but this isn't crazy. Like. I don't agree with the Syria attack, but what he's tweeting isn't crazy. It's like, okay, thanks to the military for following through with the executive order I pushed. So I don't think that's that crazy. Okay, like, I don't know. What do you think? Well, he's doing what every politician Would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's he's normal. He's in the military. Yeah, like, that's normal. Don't fuck. The, look, Donald Trump is a, is a war. Uh, he's a draft dodger. He dodged, he dodged the draft. When it was a draft for Vietnam, he dodged it. He never enrolled in it. That's a fact. But now all of a sudden, shout out to the military. None of your kids have ever served. You didn't wow, serve. You found a reason not to that. serve. Now all of a sudden, the military is the greatest thing on earth. Fuck out of here. It's crazy that all our military gets a tweet. Yeah. He's just using the military just like every politician to. Because think about it. Who's not for the military? Look at you. You're like, oh, the military. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, so it's not terrible. No one wants to speak against the military. Even if they're doing something wrong, nobody wants to do that because you just don't do it. Right. It's, it's a rule in American politics. So he knows that he understands that. So whenever you treat some shit about the military, hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What you got? Uh, yeah. So what I got? This motherfucker. I got. Okay, I think I got the worst one. Terrible. Just found out that Obama had my Wire wires tapped <laughs> in yeah. Trump Towers just before the victory. Nothing found. This is McCarthyism. Yeah, McCarthyism. Yep. So Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Uh, Yo, Obama not nah, worried about your ass. Listen, Get out of here. He on vacation, straight chilling. You know what, his girl going you, to college. You know what's mad, buddy, here. with what's Trump? Like, he be, tweet, he be tweeting, like, he's Not mad here. funny. Yo, follow our President Trump Twitter account, because you will be so weak. Y'all follow like, him? This, no. no. <laughs> but it's I don't funny. need to. CNN reports be so on and popping. 
I've always had CNN app on my phone, even though Same. like I never really used it. But I ain't never get so many alerts until this man came in the office. That's what's up. At like, least on. three you really little think, notifications you really a day go to him. Obama taking the time to wiretap your shit. He's before. He was before. He was anything. But sometimes, <laughs> look. The other thing with him though is that look. Don't get this wrong though. He does know how to use the media to his advantage. That's how he got here. So there are times where he would tweet things, know that it's wrong, but it gets him the attention. Yeah. Needs. So he He's can a deflect. Social media. That's like exactly right. He can, yep. He can deflect from the real issues. Because think about it. If he got you talking about Obama while tapping in his house, and the same time, something. He's talking to Russia about. That's our exactly right. Shit. But you're not paying attention to that because you're thinking about the tweet he just sent out. Like, oh my god. So he crazy. does know what he's doing to a certain degree. So that's another thing to be mindful of. When he tweets something, look at it with two eyes, right? Don't just be like, oh, this is what he's talking about. Also think to yourself, all right, what else is on his agenda? Because he's always trying to deflect something. He knows how to manipulate the media and the public. That's how he got what he got now, right? Remember, he got over billions of dollars in free advertisements from the media. Yeah. And he knows how to use the media. That's he has fact. always been doing that. So be mindful of that. Don't buy everything you see out there when he tweets something. So, that's a fact. And just like as a final word, we've been talking about my president's blackness, Obama, just kind of like all the craziness Trump has. And this is a conversation that can go on for hours and hours and hours. But I don't know, what's everyone's kind of like last words or just like things that really stood out just in terms of like Trump administration? Are you going to vote? Uh, yes, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. Well, like, can I ask you this? Yeah. Are you, have you registered to vote in New York City yet? I have not. Only so, Maryland. So that would be the first step. Well, she's okay. registered in Maryland. Can't well, she just vote for Maryland policies? You can, but you would have to travel back to Maryland. It might be better. It might be more strategic to do that because Maryland is more like a moderate state. So your vote there might count for whereas New York is a liberal state. Yeah, so, so no matter New what, York, no, well, no, not City. New York. New York City is liberal, but New York's upstate and Long Island, Staten Island is very conservative. So, you know, but I think for the most part, New York will have like the Democrat. The Democratic. Yeah, definitely. yeah, so it might be good to actually stay registered in Maryland because then your vote might actually get you more bang for your buck there. Okay. Well, yes. Be educated, do some research, and we'll review. Yeah. And vote. That's mm-hmm. what I get out of it. Um, I feel like I'm actually surprised. I knew a lot of things that you were talking about, so I feel I feel, I feel like I'm not as ignorant as I thought I was. So I I I feel confident in my knowledge. Um, but I also it just awakened me. Just I think just our conversations really made me think differently about politics in a whole, and I want to make sure that I'm actually truly involved. And even after Trump is done with his presidency. Right. I want to be involved and just, I want to know what's going on in my community because right. I'm a voter that's like, I'm a Democrat. <laughs> and I want to not be like that. I want to truly know, especially since I am an educator. I feel like it's my duty to know. To educate. Yeah. So our kids' minds are in your head. I don't want to And our kids' that, minds, but... well, it's the truth. It's <laughs> it is the truth. The truth. It's, oh, it's, the mo- it's the most treasured, I need a new career. It's the most treasured <laughs> commodity we have is yeah. our young people's minds. That's not being nourished the right way. Then, That's 20 years from now, we'll still be talking about the same issues because mm-hmm. history repeats itself. 
Yeah. There'll be another Trump, believe it or not. Yeah. Right? So what did you... I mean, you're our political expert. You are our guest. But what... I don't know. Did final you, words? Yeah, final words. Um. First, I just want to thank you guys for having me. Oh, thanks uh, for coming. I, I hope you had a good time with us. I had, I had a great time. Yes. I mean, like, I got to get back to my natural element a little bit. Yes. Um, so I appreciate that. When, whenever you can mix politics and the hood together, you can't buy that. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's perfect. So I want to thank you guys for what y'all doing and keep doing this. Um, thank you. You know, do the ratchet thing. It is what it is. But every now and then, you know, bring some. Can you come on one of our ratchet episodes? Hell yeah. Hey. Hey. And then we'll probably really get people to go on these drink dates with Look, Ratchet. Stop it. Stop it. Ratchet people need love too, right? Mm-hmm. And look. Everybody you know, got a little ratchet look, in them. Hell yeah. Nobody's more ratchet than me. I came from the ratchetness. I'm from the bottom. <laughs> I'm from the mud. Now I mean, so it's, it's nothing to me. But um, I think that tonight, it's important for us to understand that it's it's crucial to be involved um and it's okay to be cool to have fun to be ratchet to turn up but ultimately we need to leave a society that was a little bit better for our kids than we found it right and just remember that you can't change anything if you're not going to be a part of that change yourself Mm -hmm. you can talk all you want but if you're not willing to put some action behind those thoughts and ideas and conversations then you're just talking so again just start small you don't have to be an expert overnight whether it's mentoring a young person whether it's having conversation with your neighbors your friends about things that are important uh, whether it's educating yourself on the issues um, you know protesting in whichever way you can perhaps it might be you not supporting a company that supports the things you don't believe in yeah right so for example when the ceo of uber during mm-hmm. the trump economic team uber instantly lost hundreds of thousands of riders and all of a sudden that ceo jumped off that and trump was like team. uh actually no because ultimately remember this <coughs> money means everything in america Facts. right so true follow the purse so we can talk we can holler we can vote we can do anything if we're not putting our energy where the money goes then it doesn't mean anything so that's something to be mindful of we can't support those who don't support us we gotta uplift each other stop degrading each other stay committed stay active and most importantly cop this book stone of hope the stone of hope yes Stone yeah. of Hope. Um, Where can you find it again? When is it coming out? Shameless plug. Uh, January. Why am I saying January? July. July 4th. Yeah. Forgotting at 11. Arrested at 15. Should have been a statistic. I made it out for one reason. The people who did not treat me like one. Oh, so yes. that's the book. Um, I'm not. Where? I'm like I read, so. Should I read a one paragraph? Sure. Sure. All right. So I'm gonna. Your favorite <laughs> one. Your favorite. Or just anywhere you open up. Yeah, anywhere. I'm just going to go anywhere I open up. Um, I was conflicted. Ignoring, ignoring rules and running wild was the only childhood I've ever known. From six years old, I had been fending for myself, for basic needs. In Brooklyn, that expanded. I had a powerful thirst for, for the streets. The block, my homies, the money, marijuana, alcohol. Lockup would bring withdrawals, both physical and psychological. It was all toxic, but my body needed it to function. I would also heard horror stories about drug hustlers who got traumatized while incarcerated, beaten up or torn in solitary confinement, or kept way past their release date. 
I also knew that I've been guaranteed a meal, a bed, medical care, and hopeful adults who had stake in my, a stake in my welfare. And I felt guilty, wanted to give my life to the same peace in mind. Now, at least there was no way I was. So this was a paragraph of me talking about leaving the streets and entering the system. Yeah. Anyway, I had a lot of red wine, so. Um, <laughs> white wine. He don't even know what kind of wine yeah, he had. Y'all, wine. make sure you check so out this book. Reader, but this is an important Pre-order. book. Pre-order. Yeah, so. Where can they find you again? Again, Jim St. Germain on Facebook. Um, on Instagram, I'm S-T-G-E-R-M-A-I-N underscore. And on Twitter, I'm just a strong quote, Jim St. Germain. Okay. Awesome. So, holla at me. Holla at your guala. Go Yay! copy the book. Yes. Well, Jim, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. I hope that you truly enjoyed us. I did. I um, had a great time. This is Zing and Jen, episode 10. 10. Our president is black. Yes. A catch us. Go cop that. Look, just think about this. <laughs> this costs less than a small bottle of Hennessy. Right? So, the book, you would get it right now for about, I don't know, 20-something bucks. If you buy a, a pint of Hennessy, it's going to cost you about $40. So, so you might as well. You might as well, yeah. might as well yeah. open it, your Hennessey mind. Hennessy don't last forever. But this yeah. book you can have. You can pass it on. It we'll has it lessons on to the for youngsters. everyone. That's exactly and right. And you can definitely. So, Jim, you're also having your um, My book launching your book event. launching July 13th 13. Yep. in Brooklyn. Yep. If, if you, you want to meet. If you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you'll, see it. you'll, get, you'll get the update. And me and Jen will be there. So, if you're trying to just meet us as well, you can catch us there. Holla. Yep. Jen yes. and Zen will be in the building. So. Yes. Good looking out. Yes. Thank you to the viewers again. Please make sure that you guys follow us, subscribe. We had so much fun tonight. We went super overtime, but it was so amazing and great conversation. So you know what it is. This is I'm saying. And this is Get It Real Zing and Jay.